and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to part two. <laughs> part two of the Godless Revolution. This is going to be an interesting show. <laughs> covering covering the Republican primary debates. Oh, it's going to be good. This is the main event, and this will be our drunkest show of all time. Today is August 6th. We have just finished the first part of the Republican primary debates, Set which about- was the... Kids table event. Yeah, which still had some pretty big names. And I think probably we said about 5% of things we were thinking. Yeah. It yeah. still so fairly infuriating. We just kind of let them go as much as possible without, like, I, I was really fucking close to tearing my goddamn beard out of my face. Right. You, you are, you're stretching that thing out oh, pretty good. Jesus. So if you're, if you're just now tuning in, you could go back to our previous show and, and listen to the, First debates that we watched and commented on. Which was episode sixty one. It's not necessary. This is episode sixty two. This will this will stand alone, I think, as well. But yes. uh, All right. Let's uh let's get into it. On we go. Why do you think America is a Christian nation? That was the creator of everything. We have Christian belief to be the foundation of our life. And I believe God isn't done with America. And that's the Lord we know. Here we go, people. Tonight. Wow. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Tonight, thousands of people here in the queue, along with millions of voters at home, will get their very first chance to see the candidates face off in a debate. The Republican candidates, not the only candidates. You want answered. Less than a year from now, in this very arena, one of these 10 candidates, or one of the seven on the previous debate tonight will accept the Republican Party's nomination. Tonight's candidates were selected based on an average of five national polls. Just a few hours ago, you heard from the candidates ranked 11 through 17, and now the primetime event, the top 10. Also of note, Fox News is partnering for tonight's debate with Facebook. For the past several weeks, we've been asking you for questions for the candidates on Facebook. Chris's microphone is fucked. Nearly six million of you, six million views. It's like we're hearing him through someone else's microphone. And more than 40,000 of you submitted questions, some of which you will hear us asking the candidates. I watch Fox News Sunday every week. We'll be answering those questions. Here they are. And I want to hurt Positioned myself stage, like every Sunday. In the, <laughs> in the center of the stage tonight, businessman Donald Trump. Oh, look at him. so serious. Yeah. He, did, he did do his hair differently. Yeah, it's fucking Former weird. He added more Jim to Bush. it. Yeah. He put the second squirrel on tonight. Yes. So did you guys know that Jeb is not his real name? It's Jeremiah something. I didn't know that. Yeah. Governor 
Mike oh, Huckabee. Huckabee. Jeb, Jeb, is, Jeb is an acronym for Jeremiah something Bush. Okay. Texas Senator Ted Cruz. Oh, God, I hate that guy so much. Oh, Where's his yeah, birth he's, certificate? He's another one of those people that I absolutely just fucking hate. Yeah, yeah we could be birthers about Ted Cruz, Cruz and Rubio. Senator <laughs> Senator Pubehead. <laughs> fucking Senator Samwise. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Frodo Baggins. Uh, they give him a stool to stand on. Kasich. Kasich. We forgot to mention Kasich during yeah. our pre-podcast thing. That yeah, that's is true. a possibility uh, yeah. that I... Yeah. You know, if I absolutely had to vote for any of them, maybe I, Kasich. I still think Carson is the least likely to actually know... Anything about what he's trying to do? Just stumble around the, the, and the hope that people decide to help him out. Yeah, the, the least, uh, we'll see. the least damaging. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might be. The rules for tonight are simple. Look at his One ears. They're fucking bright orange. Yeah. Follow-ups, and if a candidate runs over, you'll hear this. It's pleasant, no? It's as if he uh, just stood in the spray tan booth before he came on stage. Cavaliers, as I mentioned, and while we expect them, we expect them to be enthusiastic, as you heard. He, he's we wearing more makeup than a drag queen. Time for the candidate, so we're looking for somewhere between a reaction to a LeBron and a drag queen James looks dunk. better. And What's the a drag queen? A drag queen? <laughs> drag queen? Somewhere yeah. there we'll find a balance A drag tonight. queen. Drag uh, queen. Without further ado, hey. let's begin. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> he finally we know us out. <laughs> how much you love hand-raising questions. So we promise this is the only one tonight. The only one. Is there anyone on stage, and can I see hands, Uh-oh. who is unwilling tonight to pledge your support to the eventual nominee of the Republican Party and pledge to not run an independent campaign against Ooh. that person. Against oh. Raise, raise your hand now. Trump's hand will not go up. Make no pledge tonight. Oh. Mr. Trump. <laughs> the only hand to go up. Yep. To be clear... You're standing on a Republican primary debate. I fully understand. The place where the RNC will give the nominee the nod. I fully understand. And that experts say an independent run would almost certainly hand the race over to Democrats and likely another Clinton. You can't say tonight that you can make that pledge. I cannot say I have to respect the person that if it's not me, the person that wins. If I do win and I'm leading by quite a bit, uh, that's <laughs> what I want to do. I can right totally now. make that pledge. If I'm the nominee, I will pledge I will not run as an independent. But uh, And I am discussing it with everybody, but I'm you know, talking about a lot of leverage. We want to win, and we uh, will win. But I want to win cunt. as the Republican. I want to run as the Republican nominee. So tonight you can't say if another one of these... This is what's wrong. I mean, okay. this is what's wrong. He buys and sells politicians of all stripes. <laughs> he's already... Hey, look. Get him, Frodo. He's already hedging his bet Jesus on the Christ, Clintons, right okay? out the gate. They're yeah. in each other's throat. As a Republican, maybe he supports Clinton or maybe runs as an independent. Okay. But I'd say that he's already hedging his bets because he's used to buying politicians. Well, I've given him plenty of money. Wow. That's actually... Oh, to be that's actually true. On. You're not going to make the pledge. Wow. I will not make actually the pledge true. this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the fucking gate. That's, what, that's, wow. that's actually true, though. What Rand Paul said is actually true. Holy shit. Our first round of Woo-hoo. questions is on the subject of electability. Here you go. In the general. Here you go. And we start tonight with you, Dr. Carson. 
You are a successful neurosurgeon, <laughs> but you admit that you have had to study up when it comes to foreign policy, saying there's a lot to learn. Your critics of say that course. your inexperience yeah, because you're inexperienced shows. Jackass. You suggested that the Baltic states are not a part of NATO. Just months ago, you were unfamiliar with the major political parties and government in Israel. And domestically, you thought Alan Greenspan had been Treasury Secretary instead of Federal Reserve Chair. Aren't these basic mistakes? And don't they raise legitimate questions about whether you are ready to be yes. president? Yes, they do. Do well, me I right, can take Carson. issue with, with all of those things, but we don't have time. But I will say, um, we have a debate here tonight, and we will have an opportunity to explore those areas. And I'm looking very much forward to demonstrating that, in fact, uh, the thing that is probably most important jackass. is having a brain. And to be able to figure things out and That's learn still to be determined very rapidly. <laughs> so... You know, experience comes from a large number of different arenas. And America became a great nation early on, not because it was flooded with politicians, but because it was flooded with people who understood the value of personal responsibility, hard work, creativity, innovation, and that's what will get us on the right track now as well. See? I don't, I don't actually disagree with much of that. Jeb Bush announced <laughs> I think he's his candidacy for presidency. He said this, there's no passing off responsibility when you're a governor, no blending into the legislative crowd. Could you please address Governor Bush across the stage here and explain to him why you, someone who has never held executive office, are better prepared to be president than he is, a man who you say did a great job running your state of Florida for eight years. Well, thank you for the question, Chris, and it's great to be here tonight. Uh, let me begin by saying this. I'm not new to the political process. I was making a contribution as the speaker of the third largest and most diverse state in the country well before I even got into the Senate. I would add to that that this election cannot water. be a resume competition. Yeah. It's important to be qualified. But if this election is a resume competition, then Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president because wow. she's been in office and in government longer than anybody else running here tonight. Well, Here's what this election better be about. This election better be about oh, the future, not the past. For that. It better be about the issues our nation and the world is facing today, not simply the issues we once faced. This country is facing an economy that has been radically transformed. You know, better. the largest retailer in the country, in the world today, Amazon doesn't even own a single store. And these changes have been disruptive. They have changed people's lives. The jobs that once sustained our middle class, disruptive they either don't pay enough or they are gone. Bad. And we need someone but that understands that as our Amazon nominee. Employs if I'm a our nominee, how is Hillary Clinton going to lecture me about living paycheck to paycheck? I was raised paycheck to paycheck. How is she, how is she gonna lecture me? How is she gonna lecture me about student loans? I owed over $100,000 just four years ago. If I'm our nominee, I'm gonna we make will sure be the party that we continue that trend. Yes. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> jackal. This you is... have insisted that you're own, your own man. You say you have a life experience uniquely your own, not your father's, not your brother's. But there are several opponents on this stage who get big applause lines in early voting states with this line, quote, the last thing the country needs is another Bush in the Oval Office. Absolutely. So do you understand the real yep. concern in this country about dynastic politics? Absolutely, I do. And I'm going to run hard, run with heart, and run to win. I'm going to have to earn this. To secure Maybe that the dynasty. Barrier, the bar is yeah. even higher for me. That's fine. I've got a record in Florida. I'm proud of my dad, and I'm certainly proud of my brother. In Florida, they call me Jeb because I earned it. I cut taxes every year, totaling $19 billion. What does that mean? 
We were, we had, we balanced every budget. We went from $1 billion of reserves to $9 billion to of reserves. We were one of two I, states that went to AAA bond rating. They keep, they call me Vito Corleone. Because I vetoed 2,500 <laughs> line items in the budget. Uh, I man. wish we had the Don Cheeto episode. Uh. Effectively. And the net effect was, during my eight years, 1.3 million jobs were created. We left the state better off because I applied conservative principles in a purple state the right way, and people rose up. <laughs> he just looks too much like his brother, man. His mannerisms and Mr. everything. Trump. One of the things people love about you is you speak your mind and you don't use a politician's filter. However, that is not without its downsides, in particular when it comes to women. You call women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, He's trying and disgusting so hard animals. Not to smile. Your Twitter account Only is Rosie several... O'Donnell. What? Jesus. No, it wasn't. <laughs> And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> they fucking love it. Your Twitter account. Thank you. For the record, it was well beyond Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, I'm sure it was. Your Twitter account has several disparaging comments about women's looks. You once told a contestant on Celebrity Apprentice it would be a pretty picture to see her on her knees. Does that sound to you like the temperament of a man we should elect as president? And how will you answer the charge from Hillary Clinton, who is likely to be the Democratic nominee, that you are part of the war on women? His bangs look like a blur filter. I think the big problem this country has is being politically correct. I've been... you, you, be incorrect? I, you should be politically incorrect. So many people, and I don't frankly have time for total political correctness. And to be honest with you, this country doesn't have time either. This country is in big trouble. We don't win anymore. We lose to China. We lose to Mexico, <laughs> both in trade and at the border. We lose to everybody. In the drug trade. And frankly, what yeah. I say, and oftentimes it's fun, it's kidding, we have a good time. What I say is what I say. And honestly, Megan, if you don't like it, I'm Fuck sorry. You. I've been very nice to you, although I could probably maybe not be based on the way you have treated me, but I wouldn't do that. Honestly, oh. Megan, you know what? If you don't like it, fuck you. He, he's going to kill we himself tonight. He's, gonna, he's already strength. started. We need energy, we need quickness, and we need brain in this country to turn it around. One we brain. brain. Just one. Right Just one. Uh. Senator Cruz, he if you don't like it, Megan, Senator fuck you. Paul, yep, right exactly next right. To you, said a few months ago he agrees with you on a number of issues, but he says you do nothing to grow the party. He says you feed red meat to the base, but you don't reach out to minorities. You have a toxic relationship with GOP leaders in Congress. You even called the Republican Senate leader. He Mitch looks McConnell like a cartoon. A liar He's an recently. asshole. Giant. Giant, huge, fucking cavernous asshole. How can you win in 2016 when you're such a divisive figure? Chris. Chris? I believe the American people are looking for someone to speak the truth. Oh, God. They should, they should look somewhere else. Yeah, so if you're looking for someone to go to Washington, to go along, to get along, to, get, to agree with the career politicians in both parties... To run our nation in an effective manner. Yeah. With the lobbyist and special interests. Then I ain't your guy. Born in Calgary, 1970. <laughs> Renounced we Canadian have $18 citizenship trillion in 2014. Yes. Last year. Because 
as conservatives, as Republicans, we keep winning elections. We got a Republican House, we got a Republican Senate, and we don't have leaders who honor their Gerrymandering is wonderful. I will always yes. tell the truth and do what I said I would do. Governor Christie, you're not exactly the darling of conservatives. You tout your record as a Republican governor in a blue state. On Facebook, the most people talking about you, not surprisingly, come from your state of New Jersey. And one of the top issues they are talking about is the economy. This, this may be why. Under your watch, New Jersey has undergone nine credit rating downgrades. The state's 44th in private sector growth. It's New Jersey. You face an employee pension crisis, and the Garden State has the third highest foreclosure rate in the country. Build more so bridges. So why should voters believe <laughs> that your management of the country's finances would be any different? If you think it's bad now, you should have seen it when I got there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fact is... You should see the other guy. Yeah, it's yeah. gone down is, nine times, in the eight years asshole. before I became governor, taxes and fees were raised at the state level 115 times. In the eight years before I became governor, spending was increased 56%. And in the eight years before I became governor, there was zero net private sector job growth in New Jersey. Zero for eight years. So what did we do? We came in, we balanced an $11 billion deficit on a $29 billion budget by cutting over 800 programs in the state budget. We brought the budget into balance with no tax increases. In fact, we vetoed five income tax increases during my time as governor. We cut business taxes $2.3 billion, and we cut regulation by one-third of what my predecessor put in place. And what's happened since? 192,000 new private sector jobs in the five and a half years I've been governor. We have a lot of work to do in New Jersey, but I am darn proud of how we've brought our state back. Thank you, Governor. Governor Walker. Well, you fuck you, Walker. You want to yeah, make abortion go. illegal, even in cases of rape, incest, or to save the life of the mother. Wow. Because you recently signed an abortion law in Wisconsin asshole. that does have an exception for the mother's life, but you are on record as having objected to it. Would you really let a mother die rather than have an abortion? And with 83% of the American public in favor of a life exception, are you two out of the mainstream on this issue to win the general elections? Yes. Good question. Well, I'm, I'm pro-life. I've always been pro-life. And I've got a position I think is consistent with many Americans out there in that... And then I believe that that is an unborn child that's in need of protection out there. And I've said many a time that that unborn child can be protected. And there are many other alternatives that will also protect the life of that mother. That's been consistently proven. Unlike no, Hillary it hasn't. Clinton, like, who no, has a hasn't. radical position like in terms of support for Planned Parenthood. I defunded Planned Parenthood more than four years ago, long before any of these videos came out. I've got a position that's in line with everyday America. Yeah, Planned Parenthood's still going strong with Wisconsin because i got plenty Mike of friends who Governor work for Walker, them. Also, you have staked out strong positions on social issues. You favor a constitutional amendment banning same-sex marriages. You favor a constitutional amendment banning abortions, except for the life of the mother. Millions of people in this country agree with you, but according to the polls, and again, this is an electability question, according to the polls, more people don't. So how do you yeah. persuade enough independents and Democrats to get elected in 2016. Chris, I, I disagree with the idea that uh, the real issue is a constitutional amendment. That's a long and difficult process. I've actually taken a position that's bolder than that. A lot of people are talking about defunding Planned Parenthood as if that's a huge game changer. I think it's time to do something even more bold. 
I think the next president ought to invoke the fifth and 14th amendments to the Constitution. Now that we clearly know that that baby inside the mother's womb is a person at the moment of conception. No, we don't. No, no it's not. It, it no. is it's because of the DNA schedule that we now have clear scientific DNA evidence schedule? on. I never heard and of that. And this notion that we just continue to ignore the person. I have to pause it right okay. there. Are we going to say that people under the age of 18 can now sign contracts? No. According to him, it's there's yeah. there's scientific the, the, DNA evidence that they're people. They're people. They should have every right. They they have their own right to do whatever they fucking want. That's how we're gonna fight the war. We're gonna send two year olds over there with fucking uh, Let's little do it. Yeah, Tyco toys and throw shit. throw AK forty sevens in the hands of two yeah. year olds because according to their DNA schedule, yeah, they'll, they'll be they'll be old enough at the to- moment of conception. No. <laughs> No. A blastocyst, a yeah. collection of a, a, you know yeah. five or six cells, cells. is is a human right, being. Right, right. Few, fewer cells than are in the brain of a fly, which I yes. guarantee fewer, he swats. Fewer cells than I can scratch off of my yes. fucking forearm sitting here right now. Yeah, that's a holocaust. And so many women cells. have a, <laughs> an aborted pregnancy before they even fucking know it. <laughs> what an asshole! Violation of that fucking unborn child's. Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment rights for due process. That child has no right to those. It's time that we recognize the Supreme Court is not the supreme being, and we change the policy to be pro-life and protect children instead of rip up their body parts and sell them like their parts Uh, to a Buick. Jesus Christ. This this guy. Three. That's three fucking people that I hate. You recently (laughs) blamed the rise of ISIS on Republican hawks. Steering into the crazy skin. You later said that that statement you could have said it better. But the statement went on, and you said, "quote Everything they've talked about in foreign policy, they've been wrong for the last twenty years." Why are you so quick to blame your own party? First of all, only ISIS is responsible for the terrorism. Only ISIS is responsible for the depravity. But we do have to examine how are we going to defeat ISIS? I've got a proposal. I'm the leading voice in America for not arming the allies of ISIS. I've been fighting amidst a lot of opposition from both Hillary Clinton as well as some Republicans who wanted to send arms to the allies of ISIS. ISIS rides around in a billion dollars worth of U.S. Humvees. It's a disgrace. We ought to stop it. We shouldn't fund our enemies for goodness sakes. So we didn't create ISIS. ISIS created themselves, but we will stop them. And one of the ways we stop them is by not funding them and by not arming them. Yeah, because everybody else is all about funding ISIS. Yes. You chose to expand Medicaid in your state, unlike several other governors on this stage tonight. And it is already over budget, by some estimates, costing taxpayers an additional $1.4 billion in just the first 18 months. You've defended your Medicaid expansion by invoking God, saying to skeptics that when they arrive in heaven, St. Peter isn't going to ask them how small they've kept government, but what they have done for the poor. Why should Republican voters, who generally want to shrink government, believe that you won't use your St. Peter rationale to expand every government program? Well, first of all, uh, first of all, Megan, you should know that, uh, that President Reagan expanded Medicaid three or four times. Secondly, I had an opportunity to bring resources back to Ohio to do what? To treat the mentally ill. 10,000 of them sit in our prisons. It costs $22,500 a year 
to keep them in prison. I'd rather get them their medication so they could lead a decent life. Secondly, we are rehabbing the drug addicted. 80% of the people in our prisons have addiction problems. We now treat them in the prisons, release them in the community, and the recidivism rate is 10%, and everybody across this country knows that the tsunami of drugs is, is threatening their very families. So we're treating them and getting them on their feet. And finally, the working poor, instead of them having come into the emergency rooms, where it costs more, where they're sicker, and we end up paying. We brought a program in here to uh, make sure that people could get on their feet. And you know what? Everybody has a right to their God-given purpose. And finally, our Medicaid is growing at one of the lowest rates in the country. And finally, we went from $8 billion in the hole to $2 billion in the black. We've cut $5 billion in taxes, and we've grown 350,000 jobs. I, I don't disagree with this thing on the prison with getting help for no, medical. I and, yeah. and I'm, I'm really hoping he says something crazy so I can stick with my Carson bet. All of you have been talking about, and some of you Sounds good to me. About, and that is the issue of immigration. Oh, boy. Governor Bush, you released a new plan this week on illegal immigration focusing on enforcement, which some suggest is your effort to show that you're not soft on that issue. I want to ask you about a statement that you made last year about illegal immigrants. And here's what you said. They broke the law, but it's not a felony. It's an act of love. It's an act of commitment to your family. I want to know what Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio can honestly say about this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because their their families weren't immigrants, right? And, and and Ted Cruz has only been a citizen of the United States for one year. Well, he's Not been a even. citizen of the U.S. longer, but he denounced his Canadian citizenship last year. So he had dual citizenship. Now he's a yes. sole citizen of the United States. Yes. But still, that because begs fuck the Canada. question, <laughs> right? Of you have to be born within the United States border in order to take president. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just was wondering. Do you stand by that statement, and do you stand by your support for earned legal status? I do. I believe that the great majority of people coming here illegally have no other option. They want to provide for their family. But we need to control our border. It's not. It's our responsibility to pick and choose who comes in. So I, I've written a book about this, and yes, this week I did come oh, up with plug. a comprehensive strategy that, that really mirrored what we said in the book, which is that we need to deal with e-verify. We need to deal with people that come with a legal visa and overstay. We need to be much more strategic on how we deal with uh, border enforcement, border security. We need to eliminate the sanctuary cities in this country. It is ridiculous and tragic that people are dying because of the fact that, that local governments are not following the federal law. There's much to do. And I think rather than talking about this as a wedge issue, which Barack Obama's done now for six long years, The next president, and I hope to be that president, will fix this once and for all so that we can turn this into a driver for high sustained economic growth. And there should be a path to earn legal status for those that are here. Uh, not, Not amnesty. Earn legal status, which means you pay a fine and do many things over an extended period of time. Yeah, because your Thank brother you, was able to fix it in eight fucking yeah. years. Mr. Trump, although uh, he is more well spoken than his brother, oh, definitely. Yeah. You say that the Mexican government, the Mexican government, is sending <laughs> criminals, so rapists, <laughs> drug dealers across the border. <laughs> He's Governor so Bush crazy. Has those remarks quote extraordinarily ugly. Fucking Trump. I'd like you. You're right next to him. Tell us. Talk to him directly and say how you respond to that. And and you have repeatedly said that you have evidence 
that the Mexican government is doing this, but that you have evidence you have refused or declined to share. Why not use this first Republican presidential debate to share your proof with the American people? Because I have some. So, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't even be talking about illegal immigration, Chris. You wouldn't even be talking. Yeah, about because the Republicans <laughs> have never brought that up before. That was on anybody's mind until I brought it up at my announcement, and I said, Mexico is sending. Except the reporters, because they're a very dishonest lot, generally speaking, in the world of politics, they didn't cover <laughs> my statement the way I said it. The fact is, since then, many killings, murders, crime, drugs pouring across the border, our money going out and the drugs coming in. And I said, we need to build a wall, and it has to be built quickly. And I don't mind having a big, beautiful door in that wall so that people can come into this country legally. But we need, Jeb, to build a wall. We need to keep illegals out. Those goddamn brown people. Yeah. He's Mr. Trump, I'll give you 30 seconds. I've jumped a few walls. I can get over it. seconds to answer <laughs> my question, which know what was, say. what evidence do you have, specific evidence, oh, nice. that the Way Mexican government is sending criminals okay. across the border? 30 seconds. Border Patrol. I was at the border last week. Border <laughs> Patrol people that I deal Anecdotal. with, that I talk to, they say, this is what's happening because our leaders are stupid. Our politicians are stupid. And the Mexican government our is much smarter, stupid. much sharper, much more cunning. And they send the bad ones over because the they don't want to take They don't want to take care of them. Why should they when the stupid leaders of the United States will do it for them? And that's what's happening, whether you like it or not. <laughs> What is happening? All right. Obviously, what does he say? More to talk about this. We're going to have more. I don't even know what just happened. On illegal immigration, other key awesome. topics, including oh, your questions Trump. on Facebook. I couldn't do anything but fucking laugh at that. Like that guy's fucking crazy. Oh, he is so yeah. crazy. He's, he, he, oh man, our stupid leaders. The Mexicans are sending the bad ones Wonder. over. Oh, our, our, and he's just got that fucking trout mouth going on the whole time. <laughs> Welcome back to Fox oh, News Facebook Republican Debate Night. We're going to continue the question. Are the bad ones the ones that are impoverished and like want a better life? So let's continue the, the Mexicans are sending the bad ones over. You don't like to talk about Donald Trump. But I do want to ask you about the merit of what he just said. When you say that uh, the American government is stupid, that the Mexican government is sending criminals, uh, that we're being bamboozled, is that an adequate response to the well, question of, of well, illegal immigration? Chris, first of all, I was just saying to Chris Christie, they say we're outspoken. We need to take lessons from Donald Trump if we're going to, if we're really going to learn it. Here's the thing about Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump's hitting a nerve in this country. The racist he nerve. He's nerve. People yeah. are frustrated. They're fed up. They don't think the government is working for them. And for people that want to just tune them out, they're making a mistake. Now, he's got his solutions. Some of us have other solutions. You know, look, I balanced the federal budget as one of the chief architects when I was in Washington. Hadn't been done since. I was a military reformer. I took the, uh, the state of Ohio from an $8 billion hole and a 350,000 job loss 
to a $2 billion surplus and a gain of 350,000 jobs. Respectfully, can we talk about a legal... Well, but, but the point is, is that we all have solutions. Can we get back to the question? Trump is touching the nerve because people want the wall to be built. They want to see an end to illegal immigration. They want to see it, and we all do. But we all have different ways of getting there. And you're going to hear from all of us tonight about what our ideas are. All right. Well, yeah. Senator Rubio, let me see if I can do better yes, with immigrant. you. Yes, immigrant. Is it as simple as our leaders are stupid, their leaders are smart, and all of these illegals coming over are criminals? Yeah, well, all those Mexican leaders are intelligent. The first is the evidence is now clear that the majority of people coming across the border are not from Mexico. They're coming from Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras. Those countries are the, are the source of the people that are now coming in its majority. I also believe we need a fence. The problem is if El Chapo builds a tunnel under the fence, we have to be able to deal with that too. To escape and that's prison? why you need an e-verified system and you need an entry-exit <laughs> tracking system and all sorts of other things to prevent illegal immigration. But I agree with what Governor Kasich just said. People are frustrated. This is the most generous country in the world when it comes to immigration. There are a million people a year who legally immigrate to the United States. And people a feel million? like they're being taken advantage of. We feel like despite our generosity, we are being taken advantage of. And let me tell you who never gets talked about in these debates. The people that call my office, who have been waiting for 15 years to come to the United States, and they paid their fees, and they hired a lawyer, and they can't get in. And they're wondering, maybe they should come illegally. Yeah, exactly right. And that so is an issue. these are important issues, yeah, and we right. should address it. Yeah. It's a serious problem that yes. needs to be addressed. I agree. And, and, and otherwise, we're going to keep talking about this for the next 30 years like we have for the last 30 years. Governor Walker. Yeah, exactly right. I agree Governor with that. Walker, from 2002 till as recently as 2013, just two years ago, you supported comprehensive immigration reform, including a path to citizenship. Now you say that was a quick reaction to something you hadn't really thought about and that you changed your mind. Other than politics, could you explain why in the last two years you've changed your position on a path to citizenship I know there are other past positions. There was something more politically expedient. Yeah, well, Chris, I actually said it out of your show earlier this year. I <laughs> yes, flat I out said, I acknowledge that. I said, I actually listen to the American people. And I think people across America want a leader who's actually going to listen to them. I talked to border state Whether governors they're wrong and other or elected not. officials. Yeah. I looked at how this president, particularly through last mm-hmm. November, messed up the, uh, the immigration system in this country. Most importantly, I listened to the people of America. I believe we need to secure the border. I've been to the border with Governor Abbott in Texas and others, seeing the problems that they have there. There's international criminal organizations penetrating our southern-based borders, and we need to do something about it. Secure the border, enforce the law, no amnesty, and go forward with a legal immigration system that gives priority to American working families and wages. Senator Cruz, some 1,400 people submitted questions on this very hot topic of illegal immigration on Facebook, and a number of them were about the murder of Kate Steinle in San Francisco, allegedly shot down by an illegal. Doug Bettencourt sent one, this question. One murder Will you support Kate in Steinle's law which yeah. would impose a mandatory Tens of thousands is going to change everything. With a gun that was found on a park bench that belonged to a federal official. And will you defund sanctuary cities for violating federal law? Chris, absolutely yes. And not only will I support it, I have authored Kate's law in the United States Senate and filed that legislation. I tried to get the Senate to vote to pass Kate's law on the floor of the Senate just one week ago, and the leader of our own party blocked a vote on Kate's law. You know, there was reference made to our leaders being stupid. It's not a question of stupidity. It's that they don't 
want to enforce the immigration laws. That there are far too many in the Washington cartel that support Whoa. amnesty. President Washington Obama's talking about fundamentally transforming this country. Wow. There's 7 billion people across the face of the globe, many of whom want to come to this country. If they come legally, great. But if they come illegally and they get amnesty, that is how we fundamentally change this country. And it really is striking. Yeah. A majority of the candidates on this stage have supported amnesty. I have never supported amnesty, and I led the fight against Chuck Schumer's Gang of Eight amnesty legislation. I'd have so. told my dad to get the fuck, fuck out. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're going to switch topics now and talk a bit about terror and national security. Oh, terror. Governor Christie, you have said that Senator Paul's opposition to the NSA's collection of phone records has made the United States weaker and more vulnerable even going so far as to say that he should be called before Congress to answer for it if we should be hit by another terrorist attack. Do you really believe you can assign blame to Senator Paul just for opposing the bulk collection of people's phone records in the event of a terrorist attack? Yes, I do. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm the only person on this stage who's actually filed applications under the Patriot Act, who have gone before the, federal, uh, the, the Foreign Intelligence Service Court, who has prosecuted and investigated and jailed terrorists in this country after September 11th. I was appointed U.S. Attorney by President Bush on September 10th, 2001, and the world changed enormously the next day, and it happened in my state. This is not theoretical to me. I went to the funerals. We lost friends of ours in the Trade Center that day. My own wife was two blocks from the Trade Center that day at her office, having gone through it that morning. When you actually have to be responsible for doing this. You can do it, and we did it for seven years in my office, respecting civil liberties and protecting the homeland. And I will make no apologies ever for protecting the lives and the safety of the American people. We have to give more tools to our folks to be able to do that, not fewer, and then trust those people and oversee them to do it the right way. As president, that is exactly what I'll do. And Thank shut down all the bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. I'm not shutting them down. Just make them one lane. Yeah. I want to collect more records from terrorists, but less records from innocent Americans. Well, how do you do there that? You the Fourth Amendment was what we fought the revolution over. John Adams said it was the spark. <laughs> oh, my God. Pause it. Independence. Pause it. And I'm pause pause it. So the British <laughs> oh were collecting our phone calls. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's what the British were doing. No, wait. They, you they, can, we got to go back. He was like, <laughs> when he started saying, I want to collect terrorist and not and everyone's like and then he's like, said it was and then he's like fourth amendment and everyone's like what's that what is that let's, 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 total silence let's do this again all right that was awesome i want to collect more records from terrorists but less records from innocent americans yeah the fourth amendment was what we fought the revolution over John Adams said <laughs> what? What? for independence. You know what happened? Totally fucking dead. The, the applause sign went blank. And I will continue oh, to stand for the Bill of Rights. And, and Megan? Megan? And Megan? And Megan? And Megan? That's a completely ridiculous answer. 
I want to collect <laughs> more records from terrorists, but less records from other people. How are you supposed to know, Megan? You support what are you supposed to? How are you supposed you support to? No, I'll amendment. tell you how you look, get a warrant. Let me tell you something. You get go, a judge to sign when a you, warrant. You know, you Senator. Go ahead, wait, Governor Christie, make your point. Listen, Senator. You know, when you're sitting in a subcommittee just blowing hot air about this, you can say <laughs> things like that. When you're responsible for protecting the lives of the American people, then what you need to do is Here's to make sure is to make sure that Here's you use the, problem, the system governor. the way it's supposed Here's to work. Here's the problem, <laughs> Governor. You fundamentally un- misunderstand the Bill of Rights. Every time you did a case, you got a warrant from a judge. I'm talking about searches without warrants. There is that's illegal. of all Americans' records, and that's what I fought to end. I don't trust President Obama with our records. Uh. I know you gave him a big <laughs> hug, and if you want to give him a big hug again, go right in. Oh, damn. <laughs> he threw down the hug gauntlet. Uh, and, and was know, that an ad hominem? I didn't you know, even Senator know. Paul, <laughs> Senator Paul, you know, the hugs that I remember are the hugs that I gave to the families who lost their people on oh, September 11th. Nicely done. And those had nothing to do with politics. Unlike what you're doing by cutting speeches on the floor of the Senate, then putting them on the Internet within a half an hour to raise money for your campaign, right. and while still putting our country at risk. All right, we're going to cut it off there. We have plenty more we're going to get to. Damn. Gloves are off. He is an improviser. But I really want to get to a Facebook questioner. Uh, his name is Alex Shalgren, and he has the following question. My question is, how would the candidates Diversity. stop the treacherous actions of ISIS, ISIL, and its growing influence in the U.S. if they were to become president? Senator Cruz, I want to talk to you about this because many of the Facebook users and, and the, the folks on Facebook wanted the candidates to speak to ISIS tonight. You asked the chairman of the Joint speak Chiefs to ISIS? a question. What yeah. would it take to destroy ISIS in 90 days? He told you ISIS will only be days? destroyed that's, once that's they are rejected hard. by it the seems pretty ambitious. in yeah. which they hide. Nuke. And then you accused him of pushing Medicaid for the Iraqis. How would you destroy ISIS in 90 days? Megan, we need a commander-in-chief that speaks the truth, we will not not defeat radical Islamic terrorism so long as we have a president unwilling to utter the words radical Islamic terrorism. Oh, boy. Buzzwords. Oh, boy. Was that a drink? (laughs) When I asked General the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs what would be required militarily to destroy ISIS, he said there is no military solution. We need to change the conditions on the ground so that young men are not in poverty and susceptible to radicalization. That, with all due respect, is nonsense. It's the same answer the State Department gave that we need to give them jobs. What we need is a commander-in-chief who makes clear, clear if clear. you join ISIS, if you wage we need jihad a on chief America, then you Queef. are signing your Queef. death warrant. You don't see it as an ideological problem? An ideological problem oh, let's bring in addition God into to a it. military one. Let's bring God into it. Megan, of course it's an ideological problem. That's one of the reasons why I introduced the Expatriate Terrorist Act in the Senate that said if any American travels to the Middle East and joins ISIS, that he or she forfeits their citizenship so they don't use a passport to come back and wage jihad on Americans. Yes, it is ideological. And let me contrast President Obama, who at the prayer breakfast essentially acted as an apologist. He said, well, gosh, the Crusades, the Inquisitions, 
We need a president that shows the courage that Egypt's president, al-Sisi, did, a Muslim, when he called out the radical Islamic terrorists who are threatening the world. And apologies for Christians that call out the Crusades. That's, for that's days weird. on end in this campaign, you struggled to answer a question about whether knowing what we know now, <laughs> we would have invaded uh, Iraq. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Too. Get into it. And ISIS, of course, is now thriving there. You finally said no to the families of those who died in that war who say they liberated a country and deposed a ruthless dictator. How do you look at them now and say your brother's war was a mistake? Knowing what we know now with faulty intelligence and not having security be the first uh, priority when, when we invaded, it was a mistake. I wouldn't have gone in. However, for the people that did lose their lives and the families that suffered because of it, I know this full well because as governor of the state of Florida, I called every one of them, every one of them that I could find to tell them that I was praying for them, that I cared about them, and it, it was very hard to do. And every works. one of them said that their, yep. their child did not die in vain or their, their wife or husband did not die in vain. And so it, why it was difficult for me to do it was based on that. Here's the lesson that we should take from this, which relates to this whole subject. Barack Obama became president, and he abandoned Iraq. He left, and when he left, al-Qaeda was done for. ISIS no. was created because of the uh -huh. void that we left. No. And that void no. now exists uh -huh. as a caliphate the size of Indiana. Al-Qaeda was still going the strong. that died, we need to, we need to stop the uh, Iran agreement, for sure, because the Iranian mullahs have, have their blood on their hands, and we need to take out have ISIS with every tool at our disposal. Yeah. Governor yeah. Walker, he's not, he's not doing in February, you said that we needed to gain partners in the Arab world. Which Arab country, not already in the U.S.-led coalition, has the potential to be our greatest partner? What about additional ones? We need to focus on the ones we have. Um, you look at what? Egypt, probably the best relationship we've had in Israel, at least in my lifetime, incredibly important. You look at the Saudis. In fact, earlier this year, I met with Saudi leaders and leaders from the United Arab Emirates, and I asked them, what's the greatest challenge in the world today? Set aside the Iran deal. They said it's the disengagement of America. We are leading from behind under the Obama-Clinton doctrine. America's a great country. We need to stand up and start leading again. And we'd have allies not just in Israel, but throughout the Persian Gulfs. Dr. Carson, Gulfs? in one of his first acts as commander-in-chief, President Obama signed an executive order banning enhanced interrogation techniques in fighting terror. They don't as work. President, torture. Yes. Torture. Well, thank you, Megan. I wasn't sure I was going to get to talk again. Oh, great. You know, what we do in order to get the information that we need is our business. And I wouldn't oh, necessarily boy. be broadcasting to everybody oh, what we're going to do. Oh, you know, we, um, Are you sure you want to still vote for this guy? Yeah. We've, we've gotten <laughs> into this, this mindset of fighting politically correct wars. There is no such thing as a politically correct war. And yeah, but torture good. does not work. No, I, I agree. The left, of course, will say Carson doesn't believe in the Geneva Convention. Carson doesn't believe in fighting stupid wars. And, and what we have to remember is we want to utilize the tremendous intellect that we have in the military to win wars. And uh, I've talked to a lot of the generals, a, a lot of our advanced people, and believe me, he talked if we gave them the mission, which is what the commander-in-chief does, they would be able to carry it out. And if we don't tie their hands behind their back, they will do it extremely effectively.
gentlemen, the that next sounded like a whole bunch of I don't know what the Obama fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> That's exactly why I like him, Mr. Trump. Uh, better Obamacare than any of the rest is of one of the things Although Kasich, you call but, a disaster. Complete disaster, yes. Uh, Saying it needs to be repealed and so replaced. Correct. Now, 15 years ago, you called yourself a liberal on health care. You were for a single-payer system, a Canadian-style system. Why were you for that then, and why aren't you for it now? Uh, first of all, I'd like to just go back to one. In July of 2004, <laughs> I came out strongly against the war with Iraq because it was going to destabilize the Middle East. And he's I'm the only Saturday one on the stage that knew that and had the vision to say it. And that's exactly what happened. The Middle Obamacare? East became totally destabilized. So Obamacare. I just want to say, as far as single payer, it works in Canada. It works incredibly well in Scotland. It could have worked in a different age, which is the age you're talking about here. What I'd like to see is a private system without the artificial lines around every state. I have a big company with thousands and thousands of employees. And if I'm so negotiating money. in New York or in New Jersey or in California, I have like one bidder. Nobody can bid. You know why? Because the insurance companies are making a fortune because they have control of the politicians. Of course, with the exception of the politicians of the stage. But they have total control <laughs> right, right, of right. the politicians. They're making a fortune. Get rid of the artificial lines and you will have yourself great plans. And then we have to take care of the people that can't take care of themselves. And I will do that through a different system. Cut hey, out the middleman. Yeah. I know. Hold on. Get rid of the capitalist system. He's already on it <laughs> for a decade. So I think you're on the wrong side of this if you're still arguing for a single payer. I'm not. System. I'm not. I don't think you heard me. You're having a hard time tonight. For single payer, oh. <laughs> you've also supported a host of other liberal Dude, policies. He's a cartoon you've also character. Dem Democratic uh, candidates, so Hillary Clinton great. included, Nancy Pelosi. You explained away those donations, saying you did that to get business-related favors. And you said recently, "quote When you give." They do whatever the hell you want them to do. You better believe it. So what specifically oh, did they do? Of course. If I ask them, if I need them, you know, most of the people on this stage I've given to, just so you understand. A lot of money. <laughs> Not me. Not me. <laughs> You're welcome to give me a check, Donald, if you like. Many of them. Actually, to be clear, That's he right. supported not, Charlie Crist. Not much. <laughs> I, I, I have, Donald, if you end I your campaign, good. I hope you will give to me. Good. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good to me, Governor. I will tell you that our system is broken. I give to many people. Before this, before two months ago, I was a businessman. I give to everybody. When they call, I give. And you know what? When I need something I need from to them, call two Donald. years yeah. later, three years later, I call them. We they need are to call Donald. For me. So yeah. That's a broken system. <laughs> so what did you get from Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi? Well, I'll tell you what. With Hillary Clinton, I said, be at my wedding, and she came to my wedding. You know why? <laughs> which no which one? Which I gave, one? I gave to a foundation <laughs> yeah. that, frankly, that foundation is supposed to do good. I didn't know her money would be used on private jets going all over the world. It was. But <laughs> Which wedding, Donald? Yeah. We're going we're to move on. We'll come back uh, to you, Governor Walker. Just one second on this, though. We, we spend a lot of time talking about Hillary Clinton and, and pitting us back and forth. Let's be clear. We should be talking about Hillary Clinton on that last subject, because everywhere in the world that Hillary Clinton touched is more messed up today than before uh, she... We have many <laughs> questions to come. <laughs> many questions to come. Governor on Facebook. That's you, Wisconsin. Yeah, fuck him. This. Where's Will the Massachusetts Republican? Or take away the powers <laughs> and cut the size oh, yeah, of the EPA, Bernie the IRS, Sanders, so yeah. the Department of Education. <laughs> now, broadly, 
broadly the size of the EPA, IRS, and Department of Education. Yeah, that was Rick Perry's platform last year. conservatives. But year after year, decade after decade, there are promises from Republicans to shrink government. Year after year, decade after decade, it doesn't happen. In fact, it gets bigger even under Republican politicians. So the question is, at this point, is the government simply too big for any one person, even a Republican, to shrink? Oh, Huckabee. It's not too big to shrink. But the problem is we have a Wall Street to Washington axis of power that has controlled the political climate. The donor class feeds the political class who does the dance that the donor class wants. And the result is federal government keeps getting bigger. Every person on this stage who has been a governor will tell you that the biggest fight they had was and not you're the other fix party. That how? wasn't even the legislature. It was the federal government who continually put mandates on the states that we had to suck up and pay for. And the fact is there are a lot of things happening at the federal level that are absolutely beyond the jurisdiction of the Constitution. Like this is what? power that should be shifted back to the states, whether oh. it's the EPA. There is no role states at the rights. federal level for the Department of Education. Oh. Oh, and Jesus. I'm still one who says that we can get rid of the Internal Revenue Service if we would pass the fair tax, which is a tax on consumption, rather than a tax on people's income, and move power back where that's the founders believed yeah, it should have been. That won't work. Dr. Carson, do you agree you, you with know that? that yeah. What I agree with is that we need a significantly changed taxation system. And the one that I've uh, advocated is based on tithing because I think God's tithing. Pretty fair guy. Uh, and he said, uh, you know, if based you on give tithing because no, God will fix it all. It doesn't matter how much you made. If you had a bumper crop, you don't owe me triple tithes. God will and fix if it all. No crops at all. You don't owe me no tithes. So there must be this something. This is the guy that you would vote for, that. man. Don't That's fail why me I've now. advocated a proportional <laughs> tax system. You make ten billion dollars, you pay a billion. You make ten dollars, you pay one, and everybody gets treated the same way. And you get rid of the deductions. You get rid of all the loopholes. That, that's not at all and, what that means. Right. Everybody was treated the same Governor way. Bush. What the fuck is he a talking about? To say about it, We're going to come back to you, Dr. Carson. Governor Bush, you are one of the few people on this stage who add. They just kind of cut him off like you're a crazy dumbass. Yeah, they, yeah. Reading and math. A lot of people on this stage vigorously oppose a federal involvement in education. They say it should all be handled locally. President Obama's Which is bullshit. Education, yeah. standards. has yep. said that most of the criticism of Common Core is due to a, quote, fringe group of critics. Do you think that's accurate? No, I don't. And I don't believe the federal government should be involved in the creation of standards directly or indirectly, the creation of curriculum or content. That is clearly a state responsibility. They don't create I'm for content higher standards. Curriculum. We should allow our states to be as dumb as they fucking want. In an intellectually yep. honest way, with abundant school choice, ending social promotion, and I know how to do this because as governor of the state of Florida, I created the first statewide voucher program in the country, the second statewide voucher program in the country, and the third statewide voucher program in the country. And we had rising student achievement across the board because high standards, robust accountability, ending social promotion in third grade, real school choice across the board, challenging the teachers union and beating them is the way to go. And Florida's low income kids had the greatest gains inside the country. Our graduation rate improved by 50%. 
That's what I'm for. Because we lowered so the, the standards. Why is Governor yeah. Bush wrong? <laughs> first of all, for. increasing well, Florida's education by 50 percent. I too believe in shit. curriculum reform. It's critically important in the 21st century. We do need curriculum I reform. Have a second of all, but and, and it should happen at the state and local level. That's where that's where, that's where that is where educational policy belongs. Because if a parent is unhappy with what their child is being taught in school, they can go to that local school board or their state legislature or their governor and get it changed. Here's the problem with Common Core. The Department of Education, like every federal agency, will never be satisfied. They will not stop with it being a suggestion. They will turn it into a mandate. In fact, what they will begin to say to local communities is, you will not get federal money unless you do things the way we want you to do it. And they will use Common Core or any other requirements that exist nationally to force it down the throats of our people in our states. And you agree with your, your old friend? He's definitely my friend, and I think the states ought to create these standards. And if states want to opt out of Common Core, fine. Just make sure your standards are high. Because today in America, a third of our kids, after we spend more per student than any country in the world other than a couple of rounding errors, to be honest with you, 30% are college and or career ready. If we are going to compete in this world we're in today, there's no possible way we can do it with lowering expectations and dumbing down everything. Children are going to suffer and families' hearts are going to be broken that their kids won't be able to get a job in the 21st century. We have many more questions coming on a host of topics here from Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. So, so Common Core is what they're just talking about there. It would, from from my understanding of Common Core, Common Core is a set of standards that are set which students have to achieve. It has nothing to do with curriculum set. It has nothing to do with what textbooks you have to buy. Well, and, what and they try to make it out from. to be this. They try to make it out to be a federal mandate, which it's, it's not. It's not. It's by it's state. optional. Yeah, it's by state. It's not a federal mandate at all. No. Yeah. It, there almost should be a federal mandate on what students have to achieve in order to well, complete uh, a grade, but there isn't. Yeah. yeah, we we talk about no child left behind. Blah blah blah. Dirk 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 dirk. If there if there were rules set aside for what each state had to achieve, you probably wouldn't have certain states with dumb fuck students like here in Utah, <laughs> yeah, or Texas, dumb yeah. fuck or students Florida, here in Utah, or Wisconsin. Any of the states that these people are from. Actually, Wisconsin's the middle, but still, yeah. But still, there's so many states that it's That's it's an it issue. Is. But and it's just before 10 p.m. There's on Apple the East Coast. Welcome back to Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. And the Quicken Loans Arena. Primary debate of the 2016 if, if we keep going like this, we might actually make the two hours on this one. Because <laughs> yeah. we're rarely polls. pausing it. Yeah. Tonight they are facing off, answering the questions you want asked. We hope. <laughs> Am I the only one to say that I would totally bone Megyn Kelly? Depth, but we're also going to change it up every once in a while. I, I can't know what. And have many she's she's pretty cute. Have, you're not going to like it. Only a but couple a of questions on those subjects. <laughs> she's dumb. Uh, this is the first I'm not of the many rounds, attracted and it's to about anybody. She's somebody. <laughs> <laughs> not so far I look at her and I just think she's going to say something completely fucked up. She's fucking dumb. I'm not attractive. They'll turn me off. Either. All right. Yeah. Here we go. We got it back. Whoever that nominee is, he or she will be facing off against Hillary Clinton. You Hillary know Clinton. How she will come after whoever the Republican nominee is. She will say that you, whoever it is, support the rich while she supports the middle class, that you want to suppress the rights of women and minorities. She wants to move the country forward while That's a good idea. Republicans want to take the country back to the past. Correct. How True. will you, if you're the nominee, how will you answer that and take Hillary Clinton on? 
Well, let's start off with my father being a mailman, so I understand the concerns of all the folks across this country, some of whom have trouble, uh, you know, making (laughs) ends meet. But I think she will come in a narrow way. The nominee of this party, if they're going to win, has got to come at it in a big way, which is (laughs) pro-growth, which is balancing budgets. You know, we were talking about it. People were saying, could we do it? I was the chairman of the budget committee and the lead architect the last time it happened in Washington. And when we did it, we had great economic growth. We cut taxes and we had a big surplus. For the rich. Economic growth is the key. For the economic rich. growth is the key to everything. For the rich. But once you have economic growth, it is important that we reach out to people who live in the shadows, the people who the don't seem citizen, to ever the think Negroes. they get a fair deal. <laughs> and that includes people in our minority community. That, com- ah, there that, we go. that yep. includes people who feel as though they don't have a chance it. to move up. You know, Fucking America racist. is a miracle country. And we have to restore the sense that the miracle will apply the to you. Miracle. Each and yes. every one of the people in this country who's watching tonight. What, what miracle is that? Unite everybody and build a stronger United States of America again. It will be so and stop can being be so done. divisive. I know Voting that for all Hillary. Want to answer this question, but we're only going to ask one other candidate before we move on to a different subject. Dr. Carson, basically, same question to you. If Hillary Clinton is the nominee and she comes at you, they felt like you was left out. Line of attack. So how will you take a wrong? If Hillary is the candidate, which I doubt, that would be a oh. dream come true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, she is the epitome of uh, the progressive, the secular progressive movement. And uh, the secular will, progressive she movement. counts on the fact that people are uninformed. Oh. The Alinsky oh. model. Don't fail me now. Taking advantage of useful idiots. Oh. Useful idiots. And the way I will come at it is to educate people, help people to actually understand that is that progressive movement that is causing them the problems. Oh. You, know, oh, you look at uh, the, the, the national debt. And how it's being driven up. If oh, I was no, trying it's, to it's, it's not. Country, just nodding his yeah. head. Find yeah, a way yeah, to yeah, drive yeah. wages between all the people, drive the debt to an unsustainable level, and then Carson. step off the stage as a world leader and let our enemies increase while we decreased our capacity as a military person. No, and that's no we haven't. No! No! <laughs> Gentlemen, we're going to turn now to the subject of I the economy. I thought I had a shot. Kasich was just crazy. He just said the Negroes were in the shadows. With you you <laughs> missed a bold promise in Carson. your announcement. You have promised 4% economic growth and 19 million new jobs if you were fortunate enough to serve two terms as president. That many jobs, 19 million, would be triple what your father and your brother accomplished together and 4% growth, the last Over 12 president years, to average yeah. that was Lyndon Johnson during the height of the Vietnam War. So, question, how on earth Democrat. specifically would you pull that off? Can We've you... done it 27 times since World War II. I think we need to lift our spirits and have high lofty expectations for this high great country lofty. of ours. The new normal of 2% that the left is saying you can't do anything about is so dangerous for our country. There are 6 million people living in poverty today, more than when Barack Obama got elected. 6.5 million people are working part-time, most of whom want to work full-time. We've created rules and taxes on top of every aspiration of people, and the net result is we're not growing fast, income's not growing. A 4% growth strategy means you fix a convoluted tax code. You get in and you change every aspect of regulations that are job killers. 
You get rid of Obamacare and, and, and replace it with something that doesn't suppress wages and... Well, what and do you want to replace it with? Like you what? embrace the energy revolution in our country. Suggest this president something. and Hillary Clinton, who can't even say she's for the XL pipeline, even after she's left? Give me a break. She should fucking denounce it. it. Yeah. We should be for these things to create high, sustained economic of growth. Of course you're for oil, Fixing Bush. our immigration system yeah. and turning it into an economic driver is part of this as well. We can do this. Governor Walker... Governor Walker, when you ran Fuck you, Walker. for governor of Wisconsin back in 2010, you promised that you would skin? create 250,000 jobs in your first term, first four years. Uh-huh. He's so smart. In fact, Wisconsin added barely half that and ranked 35th in the he country. He should just cut his nose off growth. because he doesn't now breathe through it. President, and you're promising an economic plan in which everyone will earn a piece of the American dream. Given your record in Wisconsin... Why should voters believe you? Well, the voters in Wisconsin elected me last year for the third time because they wanted someone who aimed high, not aimed low. It's called I voter came apathy. In, the unemployment rate was over eight <laughs> percent. It's now down to four point six percent. We've more than made up for the jobs that were lost during the recession, and the rate in which people are working is almost five points higher than it is nationally. You know, people like Hillary Clinton think you grow the economy by growing Washington. One report last year showed that six of the top 10 wealthiest counties in America were in or around Washington, D.C. I think most of us in America understand that people, not the government, creates jobs. And one of the best things we can do is get the government out of the way, repeal Obamacare, put in pl- rein, uh, rein in all the out-of-control regulations, put in place an all-the-above energy policy, get people the education and skills that they need to succeed, and lower the tax rate and reform the tax code. That's what I'll do as president, just like I did in Wisconsin. Yeah, because yeah. trickle-down em- economics has worked yes. so far. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. none of the one percent takes their money and sends it to Swiss or Cayman offshore yeah. again right, right, and hoards right. it away. They always before. put it back in the economy. You say Fuck that, that you to save the system, you want to raise the retirement age, have to raise the Fuck retirement that. age, and to cut benefits for Social Security and Medicare. And you say that some of the candidates here on the stage are lying. Governor Huckabee says he can save Social Security and Medicare without doing any of that. Is he lying? No, he's not lying. He's just wrong. I mean, so there's a difference. Um, listen, I'm I'm the only guy in the he's stage who's lying. put he's out just a detailed 12 point plan <laughs> on entitlement reform, and here's why: because 71 percent of federal spending right now is on entitlements and debt service. 71 percent, and we have spent the last hour and five minutes talking about the other 29 percent, and no time on the 71 percent, and that makes no sense. Now, let me tell you exactly what we would do on Social Security. Yes, we'd raise the retirement age two years and phase it in over 25 years. That means we'd raise it one month a year for 25 years when we're all living longer and living better lives. Secondly, we would means test Social Security for those who are making over $200,000 a year in retirement income and who have 4 to $5 million in liquid assets saved. They don't need that Social Security check. Social Security is meant to be to make sure that no one. They don't need it now. Why would you wait twenty-five fucking years? Exactly. Poverty in America. If we don't deal with this problem, it will bankrupt our country or lead to massive tax increases. Neither one that we want in this country. Governor Huckabee, you say that now I've got Christie as my as my the kind of thing that. Governor Christie is talking uh, about would be breaking a promise to the American as, people. As your guy? You say that you no, can the, keep those the, programs, uh, the... save Social Security, save Medicare <laughs> without those kinds of reforms it. through okay. a fair tax, which is a broad tax on consumption. Please explain to Governor Christie how that would work and how you could save these programs without the kind of painful reforms he says we need. 
Let's all be reminded, 60 million Americans are on Social Security. 60 million. A third of those people depend on 90% of their income from Social Security. Nobody in this country is on Social Security because they made the decision when they were starting work at 14 that they wanted to trust some of their money with the government. The government took it out of their check whether they wanted them to or not. (laughs) And if a person goes to 65, they're going to spend 51 years with the government reaching into their pocket at every paycheck. Now, here's the point. To support people who need it. it That the system is screwed up. Is it the recipients or is it the government? And if Congress wants to mess with the retirement program, why don't we let them start by changing their retirement program and not have one instead of talking about getting rid of Social Security and Medicare that was robbed $700 billion to pay for Obamacare? It's always that the government figures that they can do this off the backs of people, many of whom are poor and depend on that money. And I just think it's fundamentally lying to the people and stealing from them, and we shouldn't be doing it. He wants to cut fucking money from people who are putting into the system. Yes. And I would guess that his platform would be to privatize that shit during a time when Republicans had control and the stock market fucking crashed. Yeah. And people lost half of their fucking savings in retirement. Uh, You pay into Social Security so you can reap it when you retire. The whole point is that you have a social safety net, not a social safety fucking black fucking hole that these capitalist corporations can suck from every fucking dollar that they want. Yeah. I I have a proposition. What's that? Where we can decrease taxes on every class. Re- reduce the military budget. Okay. Pay for every child to go through college, federally funded. Yes. Tax the churches. <laughs> <laughs> Tax the fucking churches. As long as I keep getting a paycheck, because I do work for Uncle Sam. This is like yeah, the first Chris- time we've paused throughout this. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, so Chris Christie, I think, is my discovery candidate. Not yeah. that he, not that he wasn't already well known, but I think his, I think he'll see a spike. You're switching from Ben Carson to Chris Christie. Oh no, 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 that's a different thing. Oh, okay. I, I Ben Carson is the one that if I had to vote for one of these Republican candidates, I think he would be the least harmful. Although he said some crazy shit, <laughs> but they all, they all have. I, I still. I still take him over Paul or any of the other. I, I just think Christie is the one that's going to see the the biggest spike in poll numbers. It kills uh, me when I see my progressive friends who are standing behind fucking Rand Paul or Ron Paul because they're libertarians and they want to get rid of fucking the war on drugs and they want to do this and that. And it's like, well, sure, but you don't have to be a fucking libertarian jackhole to do that. To do that kind of thing, yeah. you, that can be a progressive stance also, where if you push people who are already on the left to adopt these policies that are leftist policies anyway. Yeah. Did you see that clip? Oh, God. Where'd I see it? Of Obama the other day that was talking about prison sentences? I don't know. Where he was he was talking to... he was talk, I, I, I don't know what crowd he was talking to, but he was talking about drug offenders and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, if you get, if you get caught with personal drugs or whatever he's like of course you you've committed a crime you you owe a debt to to society but then he's like you don't owe 25 years yeah yeah, yeah. you don't you don't owe a life sentence yeah and i'm like yeah fucking right 
So it's it is also a liberal a liberal stance. I mean, yeah. that is that that shit's ridiculous. All right, Huckabee. 30, I don't, Thirty seconds. Yeah, sure. I, and I don't disagree with ending Congress's retirement program. I'm a governor. I don't have a retirement program in my state, and I don't disagree with that. But here's the news for the American people: He's complaining about the lying and stealing. The lying and stealing has already occurred. The trust fund is filled with IOUs. We can't fix the problem just by entering Congress's retirement. That's worth about this much. We need to go at the fundamental problem. And the fundamental problem is that this system is broken. It has been stolen from. We have been lied to. We need a strong leader to tell the truth and fix it. All right. This is but, it. 30 seconds, finally. Well, you ask about how we fund it. One of the reasons that Social Security is in so much trouble is the only funding stream comes from people who get a wage. The people who get wages is declining dramatically. Most of the income in this country no, it's is not. made by people no. at the top who get dividends and, and uh, capital gains. No, that the is fair, not. No, the way you fucking fix it is that you remove the cap from people who earn more than $250,000. Yeah. And yeah. you say that we're going to tax all of your fucking income. Yes. And the churches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking serious. Oh, yeah. no, I know I, it's a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, it's not a joke. Just from the Mormon church. I know, but everyone's worried about fighting all the. No, fucking tax the churches. Yeah. Problem solved. Every, what's your problem? Solved. What's your problem? Solved. What's your problem? <laughs> solved. Everyone. Oh, it's all solved. It's all solved. Billions of dollars. They're just packing it Transforms away. the process by which we fund Social Security and Medicare because the money paid at consumption is paid by everybody, including illegals, prostitutes, pimps, oh, drug Jesus dealers, Christ. all the people that are prostitutes. The system now. Pimps. That's why it ought to be a transformed system. All right. Wow. All right. Enough. <laughs> wow. We. I just. I, just I believe. I believe that that Huckabee <laughs> just said that. Prostitutes are great for the economy. No, I, I, I think what he was saying is that prostitutes wow. and pimps are taken from our Social Security and Medicaid. And no, I, they're they're great for the economy if only we would tax them. Oh yeah, and I and I love the transition. He's like, all right, all right, enough. Trump, uh -oh. like that's gonna be better. No. What do you? All, all I know is Trump, I pay. Please weigh in with your well thought out. <laughs> with, yeah. with your well thought yeah, out and contemplative you about decisions issues? about things. Let's see how many pimps he has. Getting a little R-rated. R-rated? Mr. Trump, you talk a lot about how you are the person on this stage to grow the economy. I want to ask you about your business record. Trump corporations, Trump corporations, casinos and hotels, have declared bankruptcy four times over the last quarter century. Boom. In 2011, yeah. you told Forbes magazine this. I've used the laws of the country to my advantage. But at the same time, <laughs> financial experts involved in those bankruptcies say that lenders to your companies lost billions of dollars. Question, sir, with that record, why should we trust you to run the nation's business? Because I have used the laws of this country, just like the greatest people that you read about every day in business no have used the laws of this country, <laughs> the chapter laws, to do a great job for my company, for myself, for my employees, for my family, etc. Because I will abuse the laws yes. of this country to fuck all of the little people. <laughs> That's why you should vote for me. And those are the great I, people. And I know America. all the great loopholes. <laughs> Never gone bankrupt, by the way. I have never. But out of no, hundreds no, of deals, but sir, excuse me, that's excuse your line. Me. But the, your company, you're lying. Out of what am I saying? 
Out of hundreds of deals, so I've done hundreds. On four occasions, I've taken advantage yeah, of the laws of this country, like other people. I'm not going to name their names because I'm not going to embarrass, but virtually every person that you read about on the front page of the business sections, they've used the law. The difference is when somebody else uses those laws, nobody writes about it. When I use it, they say, oh, Trump, Trump, Trump. The fact oh, is, Trump, Trump, Trump. I built a net worth of more than $10 billion. I have a great, great company. I employ thousands of people, and I'm very proud of the job I did. Again, Chris, hundreds and hundreds of deals. Four times I've taken advantage of the laws, Four and frankly, times. so has yes. everybody else in my position. Well, sir, let's just talk about the latest example, which is Trump Entertainment Resorts, which went bankrupt in 2009. In that case alone, lenders to your company lost over a billion dollars and more than 1,100 people were laid off. Well, I is that the way that you run the country? Let me tell you about the lenders. First of all, these lenders are, are babies. Stupid. These are total killers. <laughs> these are not the nice, sweet little people that you think, okay? You know, I mean, They're fucking stupid because they gave me money. And They're we, fucking dummies. I had the good sense to leave Atlantic City, which, by the way, Caesars just went bankrupt. Every company, Chris can tell you, every company virtually in Atlantic City went bankrupt. <laughs> Every company. And let me just tell you, I've got a lot yes. of credit in the financial pages. Seven years ago, I left Atlantic City before it totally cratered, and I made a lot of money in Atlantic City, and I'm very proud of it. Oh, I want to tell God. you that. Very, very proud of it. Uh, and this is something way, to be this trumpeted. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> so hold on. And so they need somebody like me to... This is something to be trumpeted. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So <laughs> his point, I mean, ba if you extend this out, what he's basically saying is in 2050, he moves to China. I mean, assuming he's still alive and all that. And they're like, I hope not. Right. But I'm just saying, and they're giving him, him these questions like, you know, you declared bankruptcy in the United States. You had all these. Blah, 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 and he's like. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you Burton mid sentence. And he's like, yeah, but you know, I made a whole bunch of money before I took off, before that country cratered. And so, success for him. I hope not. And I would like to give it a shout out to Utah Outcasts, who, where Chris Reed said that he was fucking happy that the LDS church leader had fucking died. <laughs> I am totally behind you, dude. Wait, was that. Who, who, which one? Parker? Yes. Pa or Packer? Packer. 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 Oh, Packer died? Yeah, Packer oh, yeah. died. Like, oh. Packer died. And, and Chris, and Chris was like, I'm fucking happy that this guy's dead. I don't care what you fucking say. This guy was an asshole, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he got all kinds of fucking hate mail about it. Fuck those people, Chris. Yeah, because I am totally behind you, dude. Fucking Boyd K. Packer. I am totally fucking yeah. happy that he is dead also. And he was going to be the next president. Yeah. So yeah, good. Yeah, he was a he was he was a way worse bigot than Monson is. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah. They're all bigots. As if any of the LDS church leaders are you know super progressive. No 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 and not no. fucking bigoted no, assholes. No, but some are better than others. Well, and, and like and I mean, hiding it. We're talking no, no, no. varying degrees of assholeness. Okay, right. But I'm just saying. I mean, it's like the the question you posed to me earlier: which Republican would I pick? <laughs> Right? It's the it's the lesser of it's, it's the less the least evil, right? Yeah, and so yeah, right. Monson is better who than can, Packer. Who can harm us less? Yes, exactly. And so now I'm worried about Holland and Oaks because they're still 
that great Mormon band, Holland and Oaks. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they're still alive and they're still pretty nasty. Well, cause Oaks is affiliated with the, uh, the, uh, world, world Congress, Congress families. families. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'd be surprised if Holland wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear what Trump has to say but with his pursed fucking lips. And- <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, Chris- I'm still blown away by his bangs. Like you said, they're like they're, they're like a blur. It's, it's, it's a he- blur. It's a Photoshop blur filter. Like I like still I said, can't see it. Yeah, he added yeah. a second squirrel tonight. You, you can't see how I, I, his bangs are actually no. It's just- in real life. Like it's it's this blur. No, you can usually see his forehead it's now. The, you it's the Trump can't? bang blur. <laughs> a bang blur. <laughs> but out that. Mess. Yeah, we love Chris. I'm, I'm going to back this up a second here. And I made a lot of money in Atlantic City, and I'm very proud of it. I want to tell you that. Very, very proud of it. And by the way, this country right now owes $19 trillion, and they need somebody like me to straighten out that mess. By declaring bankruptcy. Yes. And moving to China. <laughs> Senator Rubio. Senator Rubio, more than 3,000 people sent us questions about the economy and jobs on Facebook. And here is a video question from Tanya Sialko from Philadelphia. Here she is. Please describe one action you would do to make the economic environment more favorable for small businesses and entrepreneurs and anyone dreaming of opening their own business. That's a great question. Senator, how do you answer Tanya? That's a great question. First of all, it begins by having leaders that recognize that the economy we live in today is dramatically different from the one we had five years ago. It's an economy that now has placed us in global competition with dozens of other countries around the world. Now, the big companies that have connections with Washington, they can affect policies to help them. But the small- so he's, well, saying those five years, he's saying within five years ago, which would be within the Obama presidency, y- yes. right? Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were yes. all on the same page here. I just want to make sure that his earlobes couldn't possibly get any longer. <laughs> they get bigger the more he lies. <laughs> he's like the Pinocchio fuck, with earlobes. Yes. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about, they're the ones that are struggling. The first thing we need to do is we need to even out the tax code for small businesses so that we lower their tax rate to 25%, just as we need to lower it for all businesses. We need to have a regulatory budget in America that limits the amount of regulations on our economy. We need to repeal and replace Obama care and we need to improve higher education so that people can have access to the skills they need for 21st century jobs and last but not least we need to repeal dodd frank it is eviscerating small businesses and small banks 25 over 40 percent of small and mid-sized banks that loan money to small businesses have been wiped out over the la- since dodd frank has passed we need to because repeal they were fucking Dodd-Frank. corrupt yes yeah. yeah. make america fair up. again for all businesses but especially those being run by small business owners senator rubio thank you gentlemen another question for a few of you yesterday just yesterday president obama criticized republican lawmakers trying to block the iran deal calling them knee-jerk partisans, adding that hardliners in Iran who chant death to America were, quote, making common cause with the Republican caucus. Here's what two of your opponents on the 5 p.m. debate stage said about Iran. I will tell you one thing. I would a whole lot rather had Carly Fiorina over there doing our negotiation than John Kerry. Maybe we would have gotten a deal where we didn't give everything away. But the issue for us 
is to have a Congress that stands up and says, not only no, but hell no to this money going to a regime that is going to use it for terror. When America does not lead, the world is a dangerous and a tragic place. This is a bad deal. Obama broke every rule of negotiation. Yes, our allies are not perfect, but Iran is at the heart of most of the evil that is going on in the Middle East through their proxy. Now, I want to ask a few of you this. First, Governor Walker, uh, you've said that you would tear up the Iran deal on day one. If this deal is undone, what then? Well, first off, let's remember, I still remember as a kid tying a yellow ribbon around the tree in front of my house during the 444 days that Iran held 52 Americans hostage. Iran is not a place we should be doing business with. To me, you terminate the deal on day one. You reinstate the sanctions authorized by Congress. You go to Congress and put in place even more crippling sanctions in place. And then you convince our allies to do the same. This is not just bad with Iran. This is bad with ISIS. It is tied together. And once and for all, we need a leader who's going to stand up and do something about it. So he wants to completely destroy a country. Of the failed Forum and make them an of the Obama even bigger enemy. Doctor. Senator Paul, would you tear yeah. up the deal on day one? <sighs> I oppose the Iranian deal and will vote against it. I don't think that the president negotiated from a position of strength, but I don't immediately discount negotiations. I'm a Reagan conservative. Reagan did negotiate with the Soviets, but you have to negotiate from a position of strength. And I think President Obama gave away too much too early. If there's going to be a negotiation, you're going to have to believe somehow that the Iranians are going to comply. And I asked this question to John Kerry. I said, do you believe they're trustworthy? And he said, no. And I said, well, how are we going to get them to comply? I would have never released the sanctions before there was consistent evidence of compliance. Governor Huckabee, what do you think about what Senator Paul just said? Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. President Obama is trust but vilify. He trusts our enemies and vilifies everyone who disagrees with him. And the reason we disagree with him has nothing to do with party. It has to do with the incredibly dangerous place that this world is going to be as a result of a deal in which we got nothing. We didn't even get four hostages out. We got nothing. And Iran gets everything they want. We no, said they we don't. Would have anywhere, anytime negotiations and inspections. Are you we fucking gave kidding that me? We said that we would make sure that they didn't have any nuclear capacity. We gave that up. The president can't tell us what we got. I'll tell you what the world got. The world has a burgeoning nuclear power that didn't, as the Soviets say, we might defend ourselves in a war. What the Iranians have said is we will wipe Israel off the face of the map. And we will bring death to America. When someone points that is a not gun at all what they have said. By God, and you are a fucking liar. You are a fucking liar. They're all liars. And why do you care well, so much about Israel, you fucking idiot? Who cares? It's fucking Israel. Who cares? Mike Huckabee is a fucking liar. Michael Huckabee. I don't want to come off as like, I don't care about other human beings, but this this whole connection with Christians and they're trying to tie themselves into Jews and all that shit for the the, the, the homecoming at the end of the world and that fucking shit drives me nuts. No, Mike Huckabee is a fucking liar. He he. If he doesn't know that he's lying, he should. He should know that he is a fucking liar. Yeah. You should say it four more times. Liar. Liar. Fucking, fucking liar. liar. What movie is that from? 
Liar! Liar! Oh, what is that, that from? Uh, Princess Bride, is it? Liar! Liar! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. When, when, they're making the, when he goes to make the potion to bring him back to life with I've the walnuts or whatever. Mike Huckabee is a fucking yeah. liar. Well, you know, if you repeat a lie enough, it becomes the truth. Sometimes. Well, especially if you're a fucking Republican. Yes. Because you don't have to worry about your people fact-checking your shit because they're going to believe whatever comes out of your fucking suck hole. He's a fucking liar. My thing is, do you want to make an enemy or do you want to make, you know, a friend? Not necessarily a friend, but do you want to make things worth or try to patch things up a little bit? Uh, I, I look for... I look for... Honestly, so... You know, within the atheist community, there's been this whole thing over the past, I don't know, five, six years of, are you going to take the feminist slash, yeah. you know, super uber PC thing versus the atheists who are just trying to be assholes, blah, blah, blah. That's, it's, it's a false dichotomy, right? You, you look... I, I try to work toward commonality of purpose, and it really fucking bothers me when I see atheists aligning themselves with with those who seek to bring down the atheist movement. Yeah. You know, I, I see way too many people in positions of power, PZ Myers, <laughs> who, who seek to destroy other atheists and say, you're not atheisting right, and I'm going to fucking... Drag you through the coals and through the middle of town and burn you at the fucking stake because you don't believe exactly the way that I do about everything. And I'm going to fucking ruin your reputation, say everything slanderous and evil and vile that I fucking can about you and take all of the quotes that I can find about you out completely out of context and make you out to be a fucking asshole versus we're, we're, we're atheists. We're working toward a common yeah. goal. I want to find the places where our beliefs intersect and work toward a common goal. Like uh, fucking Ed Brayton, who, who founded fucking free thought blogs. I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't think I did left like yesterday or today, free thought blogs to join Patheos. Okay. Oh, really? Because free thought blogs has turned into a fucking cesspool of shitheads. Led by PZ Myers. Okay. I we should probably we should probably call him out a bunch. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it, it it kills me because PZ has come to Utah. Tracy and I have have gotten pictures with Tra with yeah. PZ Myers yeah, when I've, he's come to speak I've, and, I've and everything. Talked to PZ. It's 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 been good. I I like a lot of the things that PZ says. Mm -hmm. What I don't like about what PZ does is setting atheists against other atheists who have a common cause and a common goal in mind to say that these people don't believe exactly the way that I want mm -hmm. them to. So you all should consider them a fucking enemy. Do you know what I think though? I'm drunk. Huckabee. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. But Huckabee's a fucking liar. <laughs> liar, liar, well, pants for hire. Liar, liar, pants on fire. 
<laughs> the reason why I brought I, that up was, okay. I was, I was the whole Iran thing. Yeah. Would you rather us keep sanctioning them and take things away from them to make them more of an enemy or try to work with them and say, and hey, spare people's lives? Yeah. Who, I, I, where where, where do innocent. we have a common goal? What, what do you this. need? What, what yeah. do we want? I've already solved this problem. Well, Remember? I don't think taxing the church helps with that one. Sure it does. I'm drucking funk. Yeah. <laughs> we tax the churches, cut the military spending, and send all of the American citizens through college for free, federally funded, and then move to, you know, move our, extend, extend our services to the less fortunate parts of the world and build them up as well. Remember? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What am I asking? Remember, I ran that one time. What do you need that makes you not want to <laughs> kill us? I did say that. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Visa Arabic Historic Center. Remember? Remember? Remember that one time? Remember that? Remember that one time? Let's get back to, let's get back to Jeb Bush. All right. Here we go. Jebush. Florida. I, I defunded earned, Planned I Parenthood. I created a culture of life in our state. A culture of birth. We were the Not only life. state to, to appropriate money for crisis pregnancy centers. We expanded dramatically the number of adoptions out of our foster care system. We created, we did parental notification laws. We ended partial birth abortion. We did all of this, and we were the first state to do a choose life license plate. Now 29 <laughs> states have done a it. License plate. Tens of millions of dollars have gone to create a culture where more people, more babies are adopted. But did you know? No, I didn't know, but it doesn't matter. Did I you was know? working on this board <laughs> no. because of the education. My no, record I really is didn't. clear. I, uh, my I'm record as a pro-life ass. governor is not in dispute. I am completely pro-life, and I believe that we should have a culture of life. It's informed by my faith from beginning to end. Pro-life, yet you have the most death sentences. Your faith should have fucking nothing to do at all whatsoever with how you lead the country. We get to the point where we respect life in its fullest form across the board. Wow, Senator Ruby. If no, so, seriously. So that means not going to war. Like your seriously, your faith and should your father have did. your faith should have fuck all to do with you leading the fucking country. Yep. If you want to claim fucking religious privilege, religious religious freedom, whatever, it should have fucking nothing at all to do with you leading the fucking country. Yeah. Well, separation of church and state's a myth. I mean, you know that, right? Well, <sighs> what about the establishment clause? <laughs> 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 What? Why did you even what? pause when you looked at me? No, I mean, no. If, <laughs> Why did if you, you want to say if you want to say that religious liberty has nothing to do at all whatsoever <laughs> to do with leading the fucking country? No, I agree with you. I would have to disagree with you. What? what? Reli- if if religious liberty has nothing at all to do with you leading the fucking country, and you say shit like fucking Jeb Bush just did. <laughs> <laughs> That's where our disagreement comes in, right? I don't know what you're saying, dude. No. <laughs> Religious liberty has nothing to do with governing, and yet you say what Jeb Bush just did. Those are contradictory no, terms. No, 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 no. I'm saying that if you believe in religious liberty, okay, you cannot support what Jeb Bush just fucking said. Dude, I don't. I was fucking... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Have I no. mentioned that I'm drunk? Uh, <laughs> You're fucking... Dude, hey, you are quite we, red. I am too, just, but when, when we started this, I, I, I fucking said, this is going to be the drunkest episode we've ever done. Because we, we already did part one of this. Yeah. Am before, I making but, no sense at all? No, like, you're making sense to me, but I know you very well. So <laughs> I was just giving you shit. About but no, the, that's what I'm saying is that if yeah, you yeah. want to claim religious liberty, you can't say that my religion trumps whatever fucking else anybody else wants no, of to course, choose yeah, to believe. Yeah, yeah, of course. 
Yeah. I, w- I was just saying that the separation of church and straight state's a myth. And you were church like, Church and straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a truth. I'm just, and I'm just saying, you can't fucking, you can't look at Jeb Bush and think, okay, religious liberty means that only Christian ideals are the way we need to go. I can't look at anyone and think that's the way that. Well, it is. right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to believe in religious liberty, then you have to believe in religious liberty for everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point of religious liberty. Well, yeah. So my interpretation. I'm wearing my Satanic Temple T-shirt. Right you now. sure are. My interpretation is that you, everyone has the freedom to believe whatever they want and to act on those beliefs so far as it. Uh, fa- falls within the laws of the of the country. Correct. If if it starts to extend beyond the laws, then then you have fuck all to say about your religious which, liberty, right. which which pertains right. to bigotry, racism, persecution of any other class. Which they're trying to say it's my religious liberty to be a bigot and be a racist, which is be, what Jeb know, was just not, saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So so as long as it's within the lines, the laws of the Constitution. You're you have to the go. right to believe whatever yeah. the fuck you stupid shit you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You favor a rape and incest exception to Whoa. abortion bans. Cardinal Timothy Dolan of New York just said yesterday those fuck exceptions Timothy are Dolan. preposterous. Fuck him and Bill Donahue. He said they discriminate against an entire class of human beings. If you believe that life begins at conception, as you say you do, how do you justify ending a life just because it begins violently through no fault of the baby. Well, Megan, first of all, I'm not sure that that's a correct assessment of my record. I would go on to add that I believe all... You don't favor a rape and an incest exception. I have never said that, and I have never advocated that. What I have advocated is that we pass laws in this country that says all human life at every stage of its development is worthy of protection. In fact, I think that law already exists. It's called the Constitution of the United States. Nope. No. I'm going to jack off all over his fucking face. I believe that every single human (laughs) being is entitled to the the protection of our laws, whether they can vote or not, whether they can speak or not, whether they can hire a lawyer or not, whether they have a birth certificate or not and i think future generations will look back at this history of our country and call us barbarians for murdering millions of babies no. who we never gave no. them a chance you. they're not babies they're no. not yeah, fucking they're not. babies no. in 1999 you said you were quote very pro-choice even supporting parther- partial birth abortion you favored an assault weapons ban as well in 2004, you said in most cases you identified as a Democrat. Even in this campaign, your critics say you often sound more like a Democrat than a Republican, calling several of your opponents on this stage things like clowns and puppets. When did you actually become a Republican? <laughs> I don't think they like me very much. I'll tell you what. Uh, I've evolved Nobody on many does. issues over the years, and you know who else has is Ronald Reagan evolved on many issues. And I am pro-life, and if you look at the question, I was in business, they asked me a question as to pro-life or choice, and I said, if you let it run, that I hate the concept of abortion. I hate the concept of abortion. And then since then, I've very much evolved, and what happened is friends of mine years ago were going to have a child, and it was going to be aborted, and it wasn't aborted, and that child today is a total superstar, a great, great child. And I saw that, and I saw other instances, and I am very, very proud to say that I am pro-life. As far as being a Republican is concerned, I come from a place, New York City, which is virtually, I mean, it's almost exclusively Democrat. 
And I have really started to see some of the negatives as an example. And I have a lot of liking for this man. But the last number of months of his brother's administration were in catastrophe. <laughs> unfortunately, those few months gave us President Obama. And you can't oh. be happy about that. Fucking Donald Trump. Oh. Donald Trump is all for not aborting. Fetus I, don't want, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to go all Glenn Beck on you. Uh oh. Okay. But what's, Donald what's Trump happening? is all for not aborting Adolf Hitler. Yes. Adolf Hitler right. could have we, been aborted. We we should not have ever aborted Adolf Hitler. Um hmm. That's what he said. He could I mean Adolf Hitler could it's have a potential been a, human being who could have gone on to great things. Yeah, well, Hitler did go on to great things. I mean, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Great things? (laughs) You might want to change your. You may need to clarify that a little bit. Yeah. If 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 we're talking about great in terms of expansive or he didn't um, do a lot of good. Germany was all fucking behind Adolf Hitler. I mean. Prior, prior. I, I don't. To I don't mean that, great in a positive way. I'm just saying great as in large he, or he, he ran a great campaign, large or expansive yes, or, or right, like 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 the way that the Bible uses terrible, you know, for for just an exaggerated term of a lot of something. Yeah. Okay. Um, Adolf Hitler was successful. He was. He killed but, a lot of Jews. That's that's my well, that's that's that's, true, that's, of course. that's one of my largest arguments. Against people who say that they are pro-life, which is fucking bullshit. They're not pro-life. They're pro-birth. Yeah. yeah. They're not pro-life. They don't give a shit about what happens afterwards after they're fucking born. No, no, no. They want to cut all of the social welfare programs for them, all of the safety nets that would provide yeah. for these people to grow up to be decent human fucking beings. They just want them to be born into the world and then fuck them. Yep. Yeah. No. So it's like, yeah. We're going to we're going to make sure you can't abort it even in cases of of rape and danger to the mother. We're going to make sure that you have to absolutely have to have that child. Then we're going to cut all the social programs, all the welfare. We're going to defund planned parenthood. We're going to make sure you can't take care of it. We're going to make sure to make ab- sure that nothing like this ever fucking happens again. Yeah, we're going to absolutely right? make sure that you can't support the child, that it's going to grow up in abject poverty, and that it's never going to get out of that cycle. And that's what you have to deal with. Well, is the government going to help me since you're going to? No, fuck you. No, no, we're not. Yeah. We're going to cut all of that. But we're going no, to force you to have that child. Yeah, you just have to have it. That's all we care about. You just have to have it. You as a human being have to have have to carry this fucking tumor to term. They do turn into tumors sometimes. There's a lady that's this- like... <laughs> there's there's that like ninety six year old lady who didn't realize that this like, succubus four years this, ago. this 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 fucking <laughs> oh, this fucking oh, turn on Trump turn on Trump it's, well <laughs> all right here comes Trump it does leech off you Governor Bush I want to ask you on the subject of name calling of uh, your fellow candidates a story appeared today quoting an anonymous GOP donor who said you called Mr Trump a clown a buffoon. Don't Something bring up else that cannot be repeated on television. None of which is, is true. Is it true? No, it's not true. But I have said that Mr. Trump's language is divisive. 
I want to win. I want one of these people here, or the ones at five o'clock, to be the next president of the United States. It's We're not, not divisive; it's divisive. Doing what Barack Obama <laughs> and Hillary Clinton do each and every day, dividing the country, both saying, accepted. creating a grievance He's not creating kind of environment. A We're going to win item. when we unite people with a hopeful, optimistic message. I have that message because I was a governor of state that saw people lifted up because we had high sustained economic growth. Our economy grew at double the rate of uh, the nation. We created 1.3 million jobs. We led the nation seven out of those eight years. We were only one of two states that went to AAA bond rating. I cut taxes, $19 billion. If you do that and apply conservative principles the right way, you create an environment where everybody rises up. That's how we're going to win, campaigning in places to give people hope that their life is better because too many people are suffering today in America. Mr. Trump. Well, how'd your brother do at that? Conservative principles would dictate that you conserve those resources only toward those who are viable and able to use those resources, correct? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean you're not you're not I'm going not sure. to offer these fucking potential resources to to fetuses who are one week, two weeks yeah. long, whatever. You're they going no to cons- you're going to be a conservative. You're going to restrict these resources to only those who are potentially viable American citizens who can contribute to well, growing the economy yes. is 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 not is not a developing child potentially viable? Not no. yet. No, they're developing. What does what they're does not it, they're they're not viable. They're what do, developing. What do they contribute to the workforce? They're developing. Is is somebody who crosses the border who can't speak fucking English? fucking viable as developing americans they yes. could be yeah of course they are well you and i can agree on that but these fucking oh. people won't do that right <laughs> I, I didn't know you want me to play conservative these people I, won't I thought you were getting that. crazy i was like oh dude um, yes they it. are no. yeah they won't say that they won't say that anybody who fucking hops well, the border is a viable american they're more economically viable than a fetus yeah but but there, but but we there. There's a there's a well known track record of them being very willing to protect fetuses, or well, not even fetuses, but cells from conception on. A blastocyst, yes. right? So according to them, that Zygote. that is viable. Yeah. So anything that the mother consumes to help that potential life is something that they've been protecting. So that's where I'm confused. Why don't they? Why don't they extend it further? Then why don't why don't they go back to? I'm not a. Why don't they Republican? go back to fucking John Doe fucking beating his meat in fucking privacy while know. he's sitting I, at his fucking computer watching porn? That's why I'm not a like, Republican. That's pretty like, viable. I, if if John Doe fucking spills his seed, there goes millions of fucking yeah. potential fucking humans. I've killed trillions. Oh, you don't want to know how many. <laughs> you don't want to know how many human, how many viable potential humans I've fucking wasted on my fucking golf towels. <laughs> no, I don't. All right, that makes it hard to clean golf clubs. Back to Bush. Well, first of all, Jeb, I, I am very happy that you denied that, and I appreciate that very much. I mean, he's a true gentleman. He really is. The one thing he did say about, and I mean that, the one thing he did say about me, however, was my tone, and I also understand that. 
But when you have people that are cutting Christians' heads off, when you have a world oh, at the brother. border and at Christians so many places heads. that it's medieval times, we've never, it's almost as fuck every other religion yes. was in terms of the violence and the horror. We don't have time horror. for tone. We have to go out and get the job done. Yeah, fuck the Shiites and the Sunnis. And religious liberty. Governor Kasich, oh, boy. if you had a son or daughter who was gay or lesbian, how oh, here would you we explain go. to them your opposition to same-sex oh, marriage? Well, look, I, I, I'm an old-fashioned person here, and I happen to believe in traditional marriage. But I've also said the court has ruled. But how would you but explain wait, 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 Megan, the, the, the court has ruled, and I said we'll accept it. And guess what? I just went to a wedding of a friend of mine who happens to be gay. And so Ooh. it doesn't fucking matter if my child was gay or not. I have to wait for the Supreme Court to weigh in to decide the, if I'm going to be a fucking decent yes. human being or not. Well, Two months ago, he would have uh, thrown him on the curb. Technically, he hasn't actually addressed that particular point. No, he has. He said, he fucking said. The Supreme Court ruled on it. Now I got to do it. He fucking said that the Supreme Court has ruled their, has made their decision. And I'm going to have to fucking follow that because that's now the rule of, the, that's now the law of the land. Okay, let's see it what It doesn't matter what my fucking personal decision is, <laughs> yeah. what my personal morality is, uh-huh. I'm going to have to fucking follow what the Supreme Court has said. Let's see what he says. And he's also using the, well, I got a gay friend, so I understand yeah, it. He, he is yeah. using the gay friend thing, but yes. let's, let's see what he says. Let's let him finish. Let's see what he says. Because somebody doesn't think the way I do doesn't mean that I can't care about them or I can't love them. So if one of my daughters happened to be that, of course I would love them and go. I would there accept them. If they happen to be you know fucking what? gay, of course, taught. maybe. maybe. When we have strong I, I don't faith. think that's a terribly so, objectionable answer. Issues I, there like are, I think there, it's horrific. There are like reasons to are object to it. To divide us. I think the simple fact of the matter is, and this is where I would agree with Jeb, and I've been saying it all along, we need to give everybody a chance, treat everybody with to respect, be heterosexual. and let them share in this yeah. great American dream that we have, Megan. So, look, I'm going to love my daughters. I'm going to love them no matter what they do, because you know what? He's on a stage. gives me unconditional love. Yeah, I'm making assumptions on. based on what he's not fucking saying. He's yes. not saying that I would love people regardless of their fucking religious beliefs or my religious beliefs or their or their sexual preferences i would understand that they are fucking human beings and i would treat them the same regardless of what they happen to to view as their sexual preference so he's not saying that right he's saying that i will have to well i guess i'll have to follow supreme court precedent and say that if well, the Supreme Court says that gay people are okay, then I guess I'll have to say that they're okay, too. I, I don't think that's what he said. What do you think I, he said? I, I think he said, I'm for traditional marriage. However, the Supreme the Supreme Court ruled that all marriages are allowed, so we'll follow that, too. Then he said, on the on the matter of my children being gay, if that happened to be the case... I would love them anyway. Now, I agree. He did not answer it perfectly. I would love them anyway. Well, I, I don't even I, like. Okay. I, I don't know that he said that exactly, like, but I'm saying that, look, that's terrible. But I guess I'd have to figure they're yeah. okay anyway. <laughs> okay, so all I'm saying, regardless, is, well, yes, but the next I'm, week I'm going to stone them. <laughs> all I'm saying is he didn't answer it perfectly, but it could have been so much worse for the Republican well, Party. Sure. I mean, I, he could have said, fuck the faggots. I'll burn them at the stake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sure. It could have been fucking worse, but it's not a whole lot better. It's a whole lot better. 
No, it's not a whole lot <laughs> yeah, better. It's no. a whole lot better than burn them at the stakes. Nah, yes, it is. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> to my family and my friends and the people around me. <laughs> I don't think it's perfect, but it's better than burning Senator them at Paul. the stakes. I'll leave it up to everybody else to decide if I should burn my children at the stake. ruling on same-sex marriage, Carol Fox on Facebook oh my wants God. to know the following. Quote, what will you do to ensure Christians are not prosecuted oh. for speaking out against gay marriage? And will Christians be forced to conduct business that conflicts with their religious beliefs? What the fuck? Look, I don't yeah. want my marriage or my guns registered in Washington. Oh, Jesus Christ. And if people have an opinion that's a religious opinion that is hardly felt, obviously they should be allowed to practice that, and no yes. government should interfere with that. Right. One of the things, one of the things that really got to me was the thing in Houston where you had the government, the mayor, actually trying to get the sermons of ministers. When the government tries to invade the church to enforce its own opinion on marriage, that's when it's time to resist. It wasn't trying to invade the church. It was saying that you as a... It wasn't trying to invade the church. It was saying that you as a fucking public servant and a public employee need to do your fucking fucking, job. Yes. Yeah, right. Lives Matter movement and beyond Black Lives believe Matter. that overly aggressive police officers targeting young African Americans is the civil rights issue of our time. Oh dear. Do you agree? And if so, how do you plan to address it? If not, why not? Well, I think uh, the most important thing we can do when it comes to policing is something you've had a guest on who's a friend of mine, Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark, who's talked to me many times about this in the past. It's about training. It's about making sure that law enforcement professionals, not only on the way in to their positions, but all the way through their time, have the proper training, particularly when it comes to use of force, and that we protect and stand up and support those men and women who are doing their jobs in law enforcement. And for the very few that don't, that there are consequences to show that we treat everyone the same here in America. Yeah, but there aren't consequences. That's the problem. Coming up, more of our debate, including questions about... It's a very minimal investigation, and then it's, it's, oh, well, it was self-defense, or, you know, he was, you know, whatever, but... They were just doing their job. Yeah. Well, let's not get... uh, You guys go ahead. Well, well, the, the, the latest shooting, that guy's fucked. News today. Let's see. What did did you did you see that one? I don't. Which I don't one? Really get into uh, it. The one where the guy, the cop said he guy tried to run him down, but when they showed the back of the video, the guy was oh, car was going yeah, forward and yeah. he shot the guy in the head. Dude, it's yeah. e- that's ev- <sighs> I don't want to get into it. Well, that, no, that cop. <laughs> I really don't. Well, that one literally the uh uh it's the I, the I, the commissioner or whatever's like, yeah, dude, you're screwed. That guy. Yeah. What this you said he did, he, he did not do. You you lied about what fucking what happened. Happen. You shot him in the head for no fucking reason yeah. at all. He got, in, he got he's getting in trouble. Is foreign policy. Candidates, you may not have seen the late developing news today. Our Fox Pentagon team broke earlier this evening about Uh-oh. a top Iranian general traveling to Moscow to meet with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Oh. His name is General Qasem Soleimani. He's blamed for hundreds of U.S. troops deaths in Iraq and Afghanistan. His trip to Russia appears to directly violate U.N. Security Council resolutions to confine him to Iran. So, Mr. Trump, if you were president, how would you respond to this? 
I would be so different from what you have right now, like the polar opposite. We have a president who doesn't have a clue. I would say he's incompetent, but I don't want to do that because that's not nice. Except you just did. <laughs> <laughs> he's so yeah. smart. I don't want to say it, but I just said we it. Make, whether it's the so nuclear deal with 24-hour periods, and by the way, before you get to the 24 hours, you have to go through a system. You look at Sergeant Bergdahl, we get Bergdahl, a traitor, and they get five of the big, great killers, leaders that they want. We have people in Washington that don't know what they're doing. Now, because the Donald wouldn't. (laughs) Now, with Iran, we're making a deal. You would say, we want him. We want him. We want our prisoners. We want all these things. We don't get anything. We're giving them $150 billion plus. They are going to be, I'll tell you what, if Iran was We're not giving them anything. It's their own fucking money. We're lying to trade. Because you'll quadruple. This, what's happened in Iran is a disgrace. And it's going to lead to destruction in large portions of the world. Another new development today. Senior defense officials tell Fox they strongly suspect Russia was behind a cyber attack on the chairman of the Joint Chiefs Office, Emacs. This comes in the wake of the director of national intelligence blaming the Chinese for the largest ever cyber attack, stealing personal data of tens of millions of Americans. Senator Cruz. Yes, Matt. If you want to contact us. <laughs> 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 godlessrevolution at gmail.com contact us on twitter at tgr podcast and you can find us on facebook at godless revolution also like and rate s- yes please rate us itunes stitcher podbean wherever you get the feed we the also show, shows like ours live and die on viewers on viewers listeners and, uh, listeners I would, I would, yeah, I would, no one's actually viewing listeners but yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you if you like the show, share it with your friends. Tell them to listen. Rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, whatever uh, app you happen to be using. You're we, happy. You're happy. And we've also set up a Google Voice number. Yes, we have. I believe it is. Uh, I forget off three three zero eight one rebel. Yes, I'd have to double check that, but I believe that's what it is. Three three zero. Eight one rebel. I think that's right. Be part of the godless revolution. Three three zero eight one rebel. rebel. That's correct. <laughs> wow. Sounds like uh, sounds like an insurance company number. <laughs> this is this is a new number that we've set up. But call and yeah. leave us a voicemail. Call, leave us a voicemail. And let us know. Re- we may read it on the air. Yeah. Let us know if you think that we've fucked up royally on something or there's something else you would like us to talk about yeah let us know whose side you come down on whether or not uh Kasich was saying that gays should be burned at the stake or or <laughs> if i was if i was correct <laughs> all right back to our regularly scheduled programming your view have russia and china committed acts of cyber war oh ted Cruz. and if you were president he was on what would you do about it well, Brett, of course they have. And, and over the last six and a half years, we've seen the consequences of the Obama-Clinton foreign policy. Oh. Leading from behind is a disaster. He we have behind. abandoned wow. and alienated our friends and allies, 
and our enemies are stronger. Radical Islam is on the rise. Iran's on the verge of acquiring a nuclear weapon. China is waging cyber warfare against America. Russia, General Soleimani, you just mentioned, the Iranian general is the head of the Al-Quds forces. He's directly responsible for the murder of over 500 American servicemen in Iraq. And part of this Iranian deal was lifting the international sanctions on General Soleimani. The day General Soleimani flew back from Moscow to Iran was the day we believe that Russia used cyber warfare against the Joint Chiefs. We need a new commander in chief that will stand up to our enemies and that will have credibility. It is worth emphasizing that Iran released our hostages in 1981, the day Ronald Reagan was sworn into office. Oh, shit. Dr. Carson, in August of 2012, Dropping President Obama rig, famously declared bombs. that if Syrian President Bashar al-Assad used bomb. chemical weapons, quote, that's a uh. red line for us, and that there would be enormous consequences. One year later, with overwhelming evidence that Assad had, in fact, used chemical weapons hey, and crossed that red line, <laughs> President Obama declined to use military force against the Assad regime. As president, would you have used military force there? Don't let me down, Ben Ben. Well, what we have to stop and think about is the fact that we have weakened ourselves militarily uh, oh. to such an extent that it affects all of our military policies. Our Navy is at its smallest size since 1917. Our uh, Air Force, but since most technically advanced. Uh, in recent testimony, the Commandant of the Marine Corps said half of the non-deployed uh, units were not ready. And, uh, you know, the sequester is cutting the heart out of our That's personnel. Our generals are retiring because they don't want to be part of this. And at the same time, our enemies are increasing. Our, our friends can't trust us anymore. You know, uh, Ukraine was a nuclear-armed state. They gave away their nuclear arms with the understanding that we would protect them. We won't even give them offensive weapons. You know, we turned our back on Israel, our ally. You know, and in a situation like that, of course, Obama's not going to be able to do anything. I would shore up our military first, because if you don't get the military right, nothing else is going to work. Governor Walker, as president... What we would you have do the biggest our military. <laughs> our military is suffering so much. Mundane. Estonia, See what I mean? Latvia, Mundane. Lithuania, mirroring the actions Putin took at the early days of Ukraine. Well, first off, per the cyber attack with Russia the other day, it's sad to, to think right now, but probably the Russian and Chinese government know more about Hillary Clinton's email server than do the oh. members of the United States oh, Congress. Back to Hillary's Fucking email. shot, man. Yeah. And that, that has put our national shot. security at risk. If I'm president, he won't think about that. You know, Putin believes in the old Lenin adage that you probe with bayonets. When you find mush, you push. When you find steel, you stop. Under Obama and Clinton, we found a lot of mush over the last few years. We need to have a national security that puts steel in front of our enemies. I would send weapons to Ukraine. I would work with NATO to put forces on the eastern border of Poland and the, and the Baltic nations. And I would reinstate and re put in place back in the missile defense system that we had in Poland and in the Czech Republic. Governor, we find steel. Governor Huckabee, the culture of the American military is definitely changing. Uh, women are moving into combat roles. Don't ask, don't tell has obviously been dropped. <laughs> and now Defense Secretary Ashton Carter recently directed the military to prepare for a moment when it is welcoming transgender persons to serve openly. As commander in chief, how would you handle that? The military is not a social experiment. 
The purpose of the military is kill people and break things. Oh. It's not to transform the culture by trying out some ideas that some people think would make us a different country and more diverse. This from the the guy purpose is to protect America. Yeah. I'm not sure how paying for transgender surgery for soldiers, yeah. sailors, Whoa, airmen, yeah. marines makes... I want to, I, if, if I were whoa, young, whoa. I would love to say that I was a female so that yeah. I could shower with the other yeah, females yeah, yeah. and look at their fucking boobies. Yeah, this is when he said he was 67 or something when he said that. What the a way. fucking shithead. The thing is, 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 is it's, it's, they're letting them serve openly, not having to hide who they are. There are already not susceptible to fucking blackmail. Yeah, yeah. Gay, lesbian, transgender people serving in the fucking military. But they're having to hide who the fuck they are. What a fucking asshole. Country safer. We've reduced the military by 25% under President Obama. Good. The disaster yeah. is that we've forgotten why we have a military. No. What? The purpose of it is to what? make sure that we protect what? every American wherever that American is. And if Americans calling out for help, whether it's in Benghazi or at the border. Oh, Benghazi. Then drink. We ought to be Benghazi! Able to We've not done that because we've words. decimated our military. No. We're flying B-52s. The most recent one that was put in service was November of 1962. Yeah, because we got better airplanes now. Yes, because we're flying. we have other we've only airplanes. Got yes. that are in service, combat ready. And the fact is, most of them are older than me. And that's pretty scary. <laughs> we do not carpet bomb countries anymore. Senator Paul, the first budget you proposed as senator cut all financial aid to Israel. You have since changed your view on that issue. We're, we're, what made you change your mind? Were all these candidates given the questions? Let's be clear. I'm the only no. one on the uh, stage who sure? actually has yeah. a five-year budget that balances. I've put pencil to paper. And I've, said, and I've said I would cut spending, and I've said exactly where. Each and I will one never of my leave budgets you, Frodo. has taken a meat axe to foreign aid because I think we ought and to quit sending it to, to countries that hate us. Axe. I think we ought to quit sending it to countries that burn our flag. Israel's not one of those. That's but a even fucking stupid Netanyahu shit yeah. thing to say. Ultimately, they will be stronger when they're independent. Yeah. My position is Israel exactly the same. I'm not going to send money to countries who will burn our flag. And they have every right to burn it what if they want to. What a dumbass motherfucking thing to say. Yeah. It's I, the, I, I uh, American exceptionalism. exceptionalism. I, I, I just don't understand this. This this fucking filleting the Jews in Israel thing. I mean, I'm 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 all for humanism, but Jesus Christ, what the fuck is it about the Jews? Well, it it's Judeo in their Christian. land that Jesus Christ will return and save the fucking planet from ultimate destruction. Yeah, you didn't see that Huckabee thing where he's standing there, where behind him is like, is where yeah. Jesus is going to come back? Yeah, I did. I mean. But we you shouldn't never, you borrow never... money from China to send it anywhere, but why don't we start with eliminating aid to our enemies? Okay, but you still you say never hear that Jews Israel saying could be one of the right. countries no, that only is cut Christians from financial aid. I still say exactly what my original opinion is. Do you borrow money from China to send it to anyone? Out of your surplus, you can help your allies, and Israel is a great ally, and this is no particular animus of, of Israel. But what I will say, and I will say over and over again, we cannot... Give away money we don't have. We do not project power from bankruptcy court. We're borrowing a million dollars a minute. It's got to stop somewhere. Governor Christie, what do you think of that answer? Well, listen, 
you know, if we want to deal with these issues, we have to deal with them in a way that makes sense. I agree with what Dr. Carson said earlier. The first thing we need to do to make America stronger is to strengthen our military. And I put out a really specific plan. Because our military no is so fucking weak. Yeah. Active duty soldiers in the army. No less than 185,000 active duty Marines in the Marine Corps. Bring us to a 350-ship Navy again and, and modernize the Ohio class of submarines and bring our Air Force back to 2,600 aircraft that are ready to go. Those are the kind of things that are going to send a clear message around the world. Those are the things that we need to start working on immediately to make our country stronger and make it better. Those are the things that we need to be able to be doing. And as we move towards dealing with foreign aid, I don't disagree with Senator Paul's position that we shouldn't be funding our enemies. But I absolutely believe that Israel is a priority to be able to fund and keep them strong. Why? Okay. Hold on. How how long has has Switzerland been funding their military? Uh, a little bit. Oh yeah, but well, yeah. nobody knows because it doesn't uh, fucking matter. Because when was the last time they were at threat for invasion? Never. Because they don't go to fucking war. But here's Let's the thing: not go to fucking war. How about that? Is that well, not with, with wanting to tax increase the, the warships and tax aircraft the and build? We, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the uh, the F twenty two and F thirty five. Right now, the current uh, aircraft, the uh, Air Force that's fighting, is the F sixteen. An F-22 is supposed to replace four F-16s yeah. with its firepower and capabilities. Right. That's where we're going to. Not I guarantee it's the same with the Navy. We create Navy ships that will yeah. one ship will take over the same amount of power that right, four right, right. or five other ships could have done to right. be able to limit the amount of money we're spending on so aircraft. Yeah, so you're talking about... Right, when, how many yeah. people do we have to have on fucking horseback? Yeah. So, so before we like, like say an F 16, you got 15 people, 20 people assigned to one aircraft. Multiply that by four. Now take an F 22 and you got the same, only 15 people working on it. That's a reduction in force you need. That's what we're going for. We're going for more technologically advanced military, which needs a reduction in force. I just think it would be great to not be at war sometime. Yeah, Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that too. That's all. And tax the churches. Like. (laughs) <laughs> or 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 we could go so back. Much, there's so much fucking money tied up in the churches. It's we, fucking ridiculous. We could go back to a to a 1920s and 30s stance where we do, where we have just enough force to protect our own fucking borders and don't give a fuck about what happens elsewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, that's this fair. administration, Governor. Thank you, Brett. Can I, Brett? Can I jump in on this one? No, Senator. We're going to no, finish Ted. up with some more. Questions. No, you Ted, you're done. We have to you're cut off because after the break, we're going to let the candidates make their. Closing statements, their final thoughts, and... Ted, you had too much to drink. God. You're done. Stay tuned God? for that. Did she <laughs> say, and God? God? Yeah, I, she did. Rewind it. And God. And God. Because after the break, we're going to let the candidates make their closing statements, their final thoughts, and... God. She and did. Stay tuned. God. God. And... And... God. And the good old G.O. of D's. Oh, boy. Here we go. Jesus Christ. Here we go. We're gonna let them we're gonna let them make their final statements and God. God. Oh, he's finally making an appearance, isn't he? Oh, brother. Because you know He's been he's been so absent so far. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't fucking run for president and not have say Jesus take the wheel and figure that just God will handle all of this shit by himself, right? You have to do this stuff by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And take care of 
first. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, yeah, let's go back a little bit. Back just a little, little bit. And then oh, what's this? Oh, Citibank. Citibank. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Box the bank. Welcome back. In our final moments here together, we're going to allow the candidates to offer their final thoughts. But first, we want to ask them an interesting closing question from Chase Norton on Facebook, who wants to know this of the candidates. I want to know if any of them have received a word from God on what they should do and Uh, take care of first. Of course, every fucking one of them has. Any word from God? Yeah, I'm supposed to be president. Well... I, I am blessed to receive a word from God every day and receiving oh, the scriptures really? wow. and reading the scriptures and God speaks through the Bible. Every day. Every fucking day. I'm the son of a pastor and an His evangelist Bible has and I've described many times how my father, when I was a child, was an alcoholic. He wasn't Cuban? a Christian and my father my left father my was an alcoholic and, and left me shit. when I was just three years old and someone invited him to Clay Road Baptist Molested Church me and, and touched my pee-pee. Jesus and it turned him around and he got on a plane and he flew back to my mother and me. Oh. I would also note that the scripture tells us you shall know them by their fruits. We see lots of campaign conservatives. Are those testicles? But if we're going to win in 2016, we need a consistent conservative, someone who's been a fiscal yeah, conservative, a, a social conservative, though, a national yeah. security conservative. There are real differences among the candidates on issues like amnesty, like Obamacare, like religious liberty, like life and marriage. And I have been proud to fight and stand for religious liberty, to stand against Planned Parenthood, to, de- to defend life. For my entire career, and I will be proud to continue to do so as President of the United States. Luckily, that will never fucking happen. Yeah. Well, Megan, my father was a mailman. His father was a coal miner. My mother's mother could barely speak English, and their son today stands on this podium in the great state of Ohio, not only as the governor, but a candidate for President of the United States. I do... I do believe in miracles. You know, I've had a lot of elections. You're a fucking idiot. But my elections are really not about campaigns. I tell my people that, that yeah. these are about a movement. But, but, and a movement to do what? To restore common sense. A movement to do things like, like provide miracles? economic growth. <laughs> and a movement not to let anybody be behind. A you know, today movement. the country's <laughs> divided. You ask a question about uh, the police and the difficulty in communities. We've got to unite our country again because we're stronger when we are united and we are weaker when we are divided. United and we've what? got to listen to other people's voices, respect them. But keep in mind, and I believe, I believe in, in, in terms of the things that I've read in my lifetime, the Lord's not picking us, but because of how we respect human rights, because that we are a good force in the world, he wants America to be strong. He wants America to succeed, and he wants America to lead. And uh, Jesus more only loves to me America. Than my family, and Republicans my faith, are the worst and my at friends. human rights in this country. Governor Walker, They're the worst. Same question. Well, well, thanks, Megan. Um, I, I'm certainly an imperfect man, and it's only by the blood of Jesus Christ that I've been oh, redeemed from my boy. sins. God hasn't given me a list, the Ten Commandments, if you will, of things to act on the first day. What God calls us to do is follow His will. And, and ultimately, that's what I'm going to try and do. And, and I hope people have seen in my state, even in the big challenges I took on when I had over... That's a direct fucking conflict... With the United States fucking Constitution. Yes. Yep. You cannot 
impose your religious beliefs on everybody else within the fucking country. Yeah. On our capital, trying to do what I thought was the right thing. It wasn't just how I took on those political battles. It was ultimately how I acted, not responding in kind, not lashing out, but just being decent going forward and living my life in a way that would be a testimony to him and his faith and our faith. Senator Rubio, I want to ask you the same him question. Him and but his faith, our faith. A woman just came here faith, to the stage bar, 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 and bar. asked, what about the veterans? I want to hear more about what these candidates are going to do for our nation's veterans. So I put the question to you about Because God you don't fucking care the about them they after they've to gone to war. Well, first let me say, I think God has blessed us. He's blessed the Republican Party with some very good candidates. The Democrats can't even find one. (laughs) Yeah, one that's beat you guys for the last two fucking election cycles, you fuck. And and I believe God has blessed our country. This country's been extraordinarily blessed, and we have honored that blessing, and that's why God has continued to bless us. That's why we need to put up all the borders. Willing to risk their lives and sometimes die in uniform for the safety and security of our people. Oh, here we go. Unfortunately, today we have a VA that does not do enough for them. I am proud that last year we helped change the law. We changed the law to give the power to the VA secretary the ability to fire any executive that isn't doing their job. And it is outrageous. They've only fired one person to date. When I'm president of the United States, we're going to have a VA that cares more about our veterans than about the bureaucrats who work at the VA. So you gave the bureaucrats and the VA the power? Why doesn't your God heal them if it's his mission, you fucking idiot? But also, one of the issues that that the public was very interested in, and we touched on it earlier, is race relations in this country and how divided we seem right now. And what, if anything, you can do, you would do, as the next president to help heal that divide? Well, I think the bully pulpit is a wonderful place to start uh, healing that divide. You know, we have the purveyors of hatred who take every single incident between people of two races and try to make a race war out of it and drive wedges into people. And this does not need to be done. What we need to think about instead, you know, I was asked by an NPR reporter once, why don't I talk about race that often? I said, it's because I'm a neurosurgeon. And she thought that was a strange response. And you say, I said, you see, when I take someone to the operating room, I'm actually operating on the thing that makes them who they are. The skin doesn't make them who they are. The hair doesn't make them who they are. And it's time for us to move beyond that. because And realize that Jesus is your Savior. Yeah. You're know, doing me right, though. You're doing me right, our, that Ben Carson. Our strength as a nation comes in our unity. We are the United States of America, not the divided states. And those who want to destroy us are trying to divide us, and we shouldn't let them do it. So get rid of the Republican Party. The most now mundane candidate. candidate. I'm sticking with it. We'll make a closing <laughs> statement. You'll all have 30 seconds to make a closing statement no, boy, here for we this go. debate. We'll start Woo. with Ohio Governor John Kasich. What? You know, tonight we hear about what people want to do. I want to tell you what I've done. I was a member of the Armed Services Committee for 18 years. I spent uh, a big chunk of my life studying uh, national security issues and our role in the world. Number two, I was the chairman of the House Budget Committee and one of the chief architects the last time we balanced the budget. And it was the first time we'd done it since man walked on the moon. We had a $5 trillion surplus and we cut taxes. I spent 10 years in the private sector actually learning how business works, and now I'm the governor of Ohio, and I inherited a state that was on the brink of, uh, of dying. And we've turned it all around with jobs and balanced budgets and rising credit and tax cuts, and the state is unified, and people have hope again in Ohio. 
Well, thank you, Megan. Listen, I was born into a middle-class family in New Jersey. My dad came home from serving in the Army after having lost his father, worked in the Briars ice cream plant in Newark, New Jersey, was the first person to graduate from college, put himself through college at night. My mom was a secretary. I was appointed United States Attorney on September 10th, 2001, and spent the next seven years of my career fighting terrorism and putting terrorists in jail. I'm a conservative pro-life governor in a state where it's really tough to be both, in a state like New Jersey with lots of Democrats, but still we cut taxes, we balance budgets, we fought the teachers union. This president has had weak leadership, which has led to bad choices. We gotta stop worrying about being loved and start worrying about being respected, and that's exactly how I'll lead our country. He's been bold tonight. Senator Paul, closing statement. Yes. I'm a different kind of Republican. I've introduced a five-year balanced budget. I've introduced the largest tax cut in our history. I stood for ten and a half hours on the Senate floor to defend your light, your right to be left alone. But I've also gone to Chicago, I've gone to Detroit, I've been to Ferguson, I've been to Baltimore, because I want our party to be bigger, better, and bolder, and I'm the only one that leads Hillary Clinton in five states that were won by President Obama. I'm a different kind of Republican. No, you're the same. Senator Marco Rubio. Thank you. You know, both of my parents were born into poor families on the island of Cuba. They came to America because it was the only place where people like them could have a chance. Illegally? Here in this country, they never made it big, but the very purpose of their life was to give us the chance to do all the things they never could. No such thing. My father was a bartender. And the journey from the back of that bar to this stage tonight, to me, that's the essence of the American dream. It's what makes our nation different. And I'm running for president because I want that to still be possible for the people trying to do that now. I run for president because I believe that we can't just save the American dream. We can expand it to reach more people and change more lives than ever before. And that's why I'm asking for your vote. So we can make America greater than it's ever been and make of this century a new American century. Thank you, sir. Senator Ted Cruz. If I'm elected president, let me tell you about my first day in office. The first thing I intend to do is to rescind every illegal and unconstitutional executive action taken by Barack Obama. The next thing I intend to do is instruct the Department of Justice to open an investigation into these videos and to prosecute Planned Parenthood for any criminal violations. The next thing I intend to do is instruct the Department of Justice and the IRS to start persecuting religious liberty, and then oh, intend to cancel the Iran deal and finally move the U.S. Embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. Oh. I will keep my word. My father fled Cuba, and I will fight to defend liberty because my family knows what it's like to lose it. Dr. Oh. Carson, closing the statement. Because of America. Well, I haven't said anything about me being the only one to do anything, so let me try that. I'm the only one to separate <laughs> Siamese twins. Uh, the, only <laughs> the only one to operate on babies while they were still in the mother's womb. The only wrong, one to man. take out half of a brain, although you would think if you go to Washington that someone had beat me to it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Including my own. Not a bad joke. Not a bad joke. I'm sticking with my boy Carson. But I'm very hopeful that I'm not the only one who's willing to pick up the baton of freedom because freedom is not free and we must fight for it every day. Every one of us must fight for it because we're fighting for our children and the next generation. But we shouldn't have to fight. Governor Mike Huckabee, closing statement. 
It seems like this election has been a whole lot about a person who's very high in the polls, but doesn't have a clue about how to govern. Oh, shit. A person who has been filled with scandals and who could not lead. And, of course, I'm talking about Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Oh, you fucking pussy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. What a testicle. I think America is in trouble. What a fucking But baby. it's not beyond repair, but it's going to take leadership who sees the greatness of this country <laughs> and who believes that once again we can be one nation under God. I'll be my oh, best to do that, and thank you, Fuck you for your support. Fuck you. And Trump. Governor because clearly the oh, Second Amendment needs nothing. I'm a guy with yeah. a wife and two kids and a Harley. One article called me aggressively normal. I ran for governor because I was aggressively worried about my normal. Future. I don't know what that means. Then I took on the big government Nothing. union bosses, and we won. Yeah, you they took tried away to teachers' pay, me, and yep. we won. They target us again, and we won. We balanced the budget, cut taxes, and turned our state around with big, bold reforms. By taking it wasn't away too late money. for Wisconsin, yeah, and it's not too late and, for and, America. And cutting, that's why and cutting some of the food items that wealthy yeah. people could. Yeah. Governor Bush, closing statement, sir. Here's what I believe. I believe we're at the verge of the greatest time to be alive in this world. Yep. But Washington is holding us back. Nope, how no. we tax, how we regulate. We're not embracing the energy revolution in our midst. A broken immigration system right. that has been politicized rather than turning it into an economic driver. We're not protecting and preserving our entitlement system or reforming for the next generation. All these things languish while we have politicians in Washington using these as wedge issues. Here's my commitment to you, because I did it as Florida. We can fix these things. We can grow economically and restore America's leadership in the world so that everybody has a chance to rise up. I humbly ask for your vote whenever you're going to get to vote, whenever the primary is. Thank you all very much. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Trump, closing statement, sir. Here we go. Our country is in serious trouble. We don't win anymore. We don't beat China in trade. We don't beat Japan with their millions and millions of cars coming into this country in trade. We can't beat Mexico at the border or in trade. We can't do anything right. Our military has to be strengthened. Our vets have to be taken care of. We have to end Obamacare, and we have to make our country great again, and I will do that. Thank you. Thank you. Gentlemen, thank you. It's over. That's it. You relieved? You just repeated. You're nervous before? They don't look relieved. They're like, get me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all very much. And that will do it for the first Republican primary debate night of the 2016 presidential race. Yeah. A lot of fuckery going on. Heinous fuckery. (sighs) I'm going to have to re-listen to this episode to see (laughs) about our disagreement. I'm fucking trashed. I know. I know. And that's like why like super drunk. That's why that's why I'm fairly certain I'm I'm right. No, you're not. Like I'm I'm I, I'm, so, I'm super dude. fucking drunk, dude. Like I'm I I'm know. trying to look at the fucking television monitor here in front of me and I'm half the time having to close one eye. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that I can and, and focus on what the fuck is going on. And you're gonna and you're gonna tell me that Kasich was saying that gays should be burned at the stake. No. Okay, so yes, thank you. <laughs> he's he's still better than fucking Ben Carson. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, hey, you know, out of all the candidates, I think I made a pretty good fucking guess. I disagree. For for the most mundane. Eight, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're going for like the least amount of harm possible. That was the challenge. And and the least <laughs> amount of time That was exactly the challenge. That was exactly the challenge. Yes. Well, what'd you think about Christy? I thought he was very bold. I think I think he's going to be the one that gets the biggest spike in poll results after this debate because I think he was strong. I think I Walk- liked him. I think th- Walker's going to do well too, but I think Christie is going to really take a. I, gonna, I like Christie the most. High. So, what do you think about Trump's standing this as far as fucking polls go? Moron, dude. Um, going going forward, what do you think of Trump's? He got a lot of cheers. <laughs> yeah, I think the audience I, loved him. I think he'll still. I think he'll still do well, but I think I think in the next couple weeks coming up the media is going to be real heavy scrutinizing well fuck yeah sure uh everything that he's that he's talked about everything he really didn't say that much i mean and, and if you look at the tv he's trying to shoot him <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think christy will go up quite a bit yeah huckabee was just as disappointing as i thought he oh, would yeah. be does does Walker? trump have a chance to get the nomination. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think after this, Trump will still lead the. Polls. I, I think what Trump yeah. was basically saying right off the bat at the beginning was, if you don't give me the nomination, I am running independent. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I think at the end of this, Trump will still lead the polls. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think it'll start to deviate though. Like we'll see, we'll we'll see a fluctuation here in about five to seven days. I think Christie and Walker Huckabee will all rise a little bit. I think Bush did pretty well. I, I mean, I hate all these guys, right? I don't like having to defend them, but I'm just saying. Um, and I, actually, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my boy Carson. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think he did a lot better than I thought. I thought he was gonna just he come got off to as speak like, a like three total, times <laughs> a total moron. But, but I think I'm too drunk to make very many prognostications at this point <laughs> wow you got well, it out though you got that word i out. got prognostications out all right well on that note thank you very much everybody hope you enjoyed this special episode godless interruption yes. part two this third part two part, 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 <laughs> part two t-o-o perfect all right <laughs> bye y'all bye